The Ron and Fez Show starts right now. It's the Ron and Fez show. I'm not sure whether I'm on or not because I didn't get headphones today. It's part of the big uh, fun. We always do these really fun things where it's like a punked episode, but with me. It is the Ron and Fez show on a Thursday, and that means one thing and one thing only. It's Thursday, Eastside Dave Day. Eastside Dave. Is Thank here you. every Thursday. How you doing, Dave? I'm fantastic. I love these new Thursdays now. I'm ready to go. I'm excited. Well, we're calling them Thirsty Thursdays. <laughs> uh, thanks for the present that you gave me. That was, um, that's $11.99. Mm-hmm. Okay? All right. I bought that at the Port Authority. I thought of you. 
Uh, I Ray actually cover to cover. It's phenomenal. Now eleven. This is a magazine. Eleven ninety nine to me seems like a book price. <laughs> it is a book. It's a very. It's a Rolling Stone only all Bob Dylan. All what? the articles. His first article with Jan Winter in '69, '84 with Kurt Loder, and on and on and on. It's phenomenal. And well, I thought of you because I texted you last. I took a picture of it. <laughs> took a picture of the magazine. Yeah. And then texted it to Ron. And I believe I, uh, I I was all excited. I wrote like eight sentences. This is the best thing of all time. you got to pick this up. And Ron had a two-word response. Will do. Well, I never know what to say in the text. I don't like to get too wordy. Will do. Yeah, that's it. Will do. <laughs> I was like, like come on. You know, uh, we're fighting a war right now on a couple of different fronts. You're right. I have to stay busy with everything. You're right. Well, this is very nice. The ultimate guide to the mystery and genius That's right. of Bob Dylan. Yeah. Uh, the Will Do magazine. <laughs> well, they I, I love when they come out with these things. They did one with the Beatles mm -hmm. that I, I still have. And I'm almost regretting giving that to you because I still have the Beatles thing. Well, <laughs> no, well, no, no. Nope. I'm going to pick one. I, I got a new stand right next week. <laughs> no, I'm not an Indian giver. Uh, I don't know. Hey, if that's, wow. that's not politically I'm correct. Sorry. I mean, it's engine giver <laughs> is the correct way to say it. Uh, the excitement level here, Dave, as you know, is through the roof yeah. because we're about to get mad. March Madness is about to start. Pepper, what are the opening games here? Opening games are uh, Bucknell, Butler, and uh, Valparaiso, Michigan State. Valparaiso. Valparaiso. Yeah. <laughs> he does a sports show. That's okay. I know he does. Valparaiso. Oh, come on. <laughs> Valparaiso's been on the books for years now. It's, not like, it's hard to read the college. He's right. I mean, you... He's right. Um, I love that Bucknell-Butler game, by the way. I love it. Who are you picking in that? Uh, I'll go Butler because I love Brad Stevens, that coach. He's he's fantastic, even though he's such a nerd. He had his time. He came and went. It's all <laughs> Bucknell today. Oh, my God. The Bucknell-Buck teeth. That would be an upset, right? Yeah, it would be an upset. Yeah. Giant upset. It would be the biggest upset of all time. <laughs> well, I don't know about that. Now, last night, I felt like I was watching a major upset with the Cleveland Cavaliers. They were up in the second half, 27 points, ready to end the Miami Heat streak. And uh, then they LeBroned up and came back and crushed. Yeah. And uh, once again, the people of Cleveland. And you know when they were up 27 points, you know they thought, this is awful. We are going to lose. <laughs> it was party time. We are going to find a way to lose this. We don't know what we're doing. We're idiots. And LeBron is so awesome. It's ridiculous. And as a Michael Jordan devout person, I might have to say move over, Michael. Wow. And get the hell out of the way. Well, particularly if they do beat this streak. If they yeah. beat this streak, which is one of the all-time unbeatable streaks. You know, when the Lakers did it back in 72, uh, you know, you had the ABA and starting up. So they weren't playing against right. all the great teams. And now you turn around and you're like... I don't know. LeBron doing this thing. It would it would be amazing. It would I mean it it would be the sports story of the year. And if, if especially if they go on to win the finals, forget it. Just forget it. Um Yeah, there's not much you can do about it from that point on. They will be and like people will then they said in Chicago they would tear down the Michael Jordan <laughs> right, that's statue and put up a Good. LeBron. Beheaded no. like a Saddam Hussein oh, type on. of deal. Or as you say with shoes. Uh, Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> Chicago. I don't want to say Chicago. 
Do you? Yes, you can barely I just talk. said it. Didn't you make that same mistake earlier? No, Valparaiso. Valparaiso. <laughs> Valparaiso. Valparaiso. <laughs> Valparaiso. Now you have about an hour to finish up your brackets on the iBang Brackets Challenge. So you got to make sure your brackets are all filled out before the tip-off of the first game. You can still get signed up for the next hour. And we're giving away a signed Shaquille O'Neal basketball to the overall winner. I heard that was Shackle O'Neal. <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal? Holy fucking shit. Where yeah. is that? I want to go upstairs. And that is the same ball I slapped back in his fucking face. You know how we have the hoop here? Yeah. I said, let's do it. One time, one time only. Good. And he tried to pull up outside with an outside jumper. And I was fucking waiting on him. Good. Because I wasn't letting him in. <laughs> well, no. It was the full D. The fucking Great Wall of China. What's Shaq doing? Uh, Outside's not his game. He, that was supposedly the shocker. Like, oh, I have no respect <laughs> for you, so I'm going to take it. I'm going to hit a fucking... Pussy on you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a pussy move. That's where I was going with this. Uh, here's Dave in Cleveland. Dave, how are you? I'm good. Uh, I was just calling about the game last night. I'm a Cavs fan, and even though How we were come? ahead, I knew that we were going to blow it. Everyone knew it. <laughs> Everyone I mean, knew it. My girlfriend and my friend had false hope. They're like, oh, we got this, we got this. And I was like, you know, there's a third and a fourth quarter. Yeah. We're not... We don't got this. <laughs> you know what? Normally I would taunt, but you just got to feel for the city of Cleveland. They've been through so much. Bunch of losers. Yeah. You ask me. Yeah. yeah. They, 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 they only have that Drew Carey show to hang on to. <laughs> is that still in the air? The price is right. I don't yeah. know. He's on TV somewhere. <laughs> I mean, seriously, it's been 64, right? That was the, when the Browns won. The Indians haven't won. No. The Cavs have certainly not won. And uh, hockey, well, they don't have a hockey team, do they? No, if they did, they'd be on a losing streak. <laughs> just take Cleveland whatever. scumbags yeah, would be their name. Just whatever, take whatever is the worst team in hockey and call them Cleveland. <laughs> it's it's rough for Cleveland. Hey, you know, maybe Cleveland doesn't rock. But I saw a news report that some guy got a job there the other day, so that's kind of great. Please look it up. Yeah. <laughs> but they can they get through uh, by fantasy. Kevin Costner doing a Cleveland Browns movie. Where they make a big turnaround. That's the only hope yeah. they get is in film. It's called Football Major League. We already saw them. <laughs> That's the entire thing of Major League. And now they're going to do it in, in football. And the weird thing is, if you look back at those Browns teams from the early 60s, it might have been you know one of the greatest teams of all time. Who gives a shit now because they didn't have a Super Bowl? Yeah, that's what sucks if about you don't that pre-Super Super Bowl, Bowl thing. Yeah, it just doesn't, doesn't matter. exist. It's true. It's true. The Eagles were, a, that championship that they won is very famous, but it's not given the credit because it wasn't a Super Bowl with Bidnerick, you know, standing over. What's this his face? fucking over. This game is Frank done. Frank Gifford. Frank Gifford, yeah. Uh, yeah, it, it just does. And they act, they won't give those championships to the Packers when they're talking about like how many championships <laughs> right. to the Packers. Nope. No, they don't give them the first three. They give them the, the what, 67, yeah. 68. The first two Super Bowls were the Packers. But, but they, they, yeah, they had, like had three, won five or four yeah. before that. Bullshit, not the Super Bowl era. That's the funny thing about it. You're bullshit. Valparaso. <laughs> What's going on between you two guys? You used to be so close. It's just the, he's he's pissed me off with this Valparaiso thing, Ron. You know, I okay. take this March Madness seriously. Right. It's March Madness. This is my time of year. I get it. You finally, know? Davey Mack has something that he enjoys. Yeah, I can finally get something once in a while. I got this in the World <laughs> Series. That's about it. And That's I mean, all. It's, it's just this until 1 o'clock in the morning. You still have your St. Patrick's Day, which... That's true. 
I absolutely cringed through the way you, you treated Cousin Brucey. <laughs> <laughs> Even more of a mistake was we went to the bar afterwards, yeah. and then um, I slept here because uh-huh. uh, the bus, I missed the bus. So then I, at 11 o'clock, I went into Cousin Brucey and hung out on his show. <laughs> and everyone, all these little producer people were like, please, you know, the um, for some reason, like the 11.30 or 11 o'clock hour is called the love hour. Where yeah, it's only, a love hour. Yeah, only, he's only allowed to talk. Mm-hmm. And I kept interrupting. <laughs> like he would be like, okay, we got the boats. They'd be like, oh, that's a good song. That's a Roger McQuinn rocks. And they'd be like, shut up. Not the love hour. You cannot yeah. get involved in the love hour. It doesn't happen that way. But uh, that that man is world class. He's class well, he personified. He's, he is. He's phenomenal, he? yeah. He was wearing a green tie, too. He was totally in the spirit. I just love seeing the guy around. And, you know, they have that sign almost right out of here yeah. that no one ever notices, but it's like Cousin Brucey Boulevard. Yeah. And it's Sixth Avenue. <laughs> you know, it's not a small thing. Sixth Avenue, a trillion dollar street. He's declared it his. Yeah, it's his. Um, By the way, I have a confession that I, I don't feel uh, good about. Okay. But, um, I uh, had to throw out my boxers because um, I had an accident. All right, so now you're without any pants at yeah, all. Yeah, they're upstairs in the on the 37th floor bathroom. So I just didn't feel comfortable sitting here. Was it a one you. accident or a two accident? It was two. It, okay. it, I thought you were in the bathroom for a while. It sprayed out, and uh, <laughs> there were people <laughs> next to me, and I looked down horrified, horrified. <laughs> so okay. I just wanted to tell you that, and then because I, I really am just protecting myself in case anyone smells any aromas. Well, here's the other thing. Now that you know you got an ass spray going on, aren't you worried with no protection <laughs> whatsoever? I mean, you're just out there, dude. I think I got it out. You think? I ate too many combos. All right. A lot of That's combos. That's my March Madness snack. <laughs> he has a lot of combos during March, so this could go on a while. Yeah. Um, here's uh, Ron in Cleveland. You're on the Ron Fez Show. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey. Hey, I, I have no doubt that the NBA and ESPN's uh, dream team, they want that streak to go on after the bullshit call at the end of the game. Sure. Oh, yeah. Sure. There was, there was, it was not a bounce play. LeBron clearly touched the ball last, and they, it showed up on five different angles on slow-mo, and they still gave it to the Heat. Well, but let's go back to this run. You're up by 27. I know. You can't, you know. <laughs> you, I know. <laughs> <laughs> you, I know. You, you, yeah, you got to hold that shit. If I you, know. If, it was, that was rough. If you were up by really nine, who cares that they gave him a call? Yeah. You can't get in that position because, yes, the NBA is favoring them right now because this is good for business. ESPN is favoring because it's good for business. This time last year, we're all cheering against LeBron. This time, we're all cheering for LeBron. Yeah, well, it's amazing, really. We're fickle and fucking stupid. <laughs> we, had, we had an idiot run on the court last night wearing a shirt that said, We missed you, please come back. Yeah, and uh, it, it looked like it was going to be the murder that everybody's, you know, <laughs> worried about. Um, but I don't know what he thought that maybe LeBron was going to see that shirt. <laughs> well, okay. Yeah, I'm Let me take back. his heat jersey off right now. Yeah, Break because uh, <laughs> supposedly in 2014, he's leaving the uh, heat and then hosting the Tonight Show here in New York City. <laughs> um, did wow. you see this story? Again, they're doing this thing to Leno. He's out. No. Uh, Leno is going to be out. Uh, little Jimmy... Uh, Fallon is wow. going to be in, 
and then they're going to do the show in New York. Right now, they're rebuilding out the 30 Rock uh, studio to be a beautiful Tonight Show studio. I guess the one that they were using over there for 30 Rock. The funny thing is, I've never seen anyone as successful as Jay Leno get treated as poorly (laughs) as Jay Leno has gotten treated. In show business, if you're number one, they can't fuck with you. That's when you make everyone else's life a living hell. And then if you fall to number two, you kiss everybody's ass. That's the way the game is played. They must hate him. I mean, uh, I mean, I, I read the book, The Late Shift, and maybe they still hold a grudge of him. You know, if that story is true, hiding in the bathroom to overhear the call. Do you realize that we're up to what will, will be the third late shift now? That this is another yeah. nutty <laughs> wow. late night thing. But NBC, nothing works there. Even the Today Show has fallen, and they got one show that holds in the ratings, The Tonight Show, and they're fucking with the guy. I don't get it. And I certainly, I don't like the Today Show because Willie Geist, okay? I don't know if you watch the no, Today Show. No, I'm very familiar. What's with that guy? He's so tall and weird. and He's like, give him some coffee. Well, you know, he's always, <laughs> it's a morning show. Yeah. And he's like, well, coming up next, we have uh, Anthony Bourdain. You know, just like fucking talk a little bit. Well, his dad is the weird guy, the older guy from CBS um, this morning or Sunday morning. Oh, really? So he's second generation. Host. All right, but get a little pep in your He step. doesn't have it. He's tired. He thought he he just doesn't. A lot of times he shows up at four thirty and there's nothing for him to do. No, they fucking hate Matt Lauer now. Too. Yeah, I know. Everybody's just fucking He's uh, cruel to ever. But if you read that, there was an article that said it was Matt Lauer who was saying treat Ann Curry, you know, a little better. Make this transition nicer. You and know a lot more about the Today Show than I do. I'm obsessed with the Today Show. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I have no fucking idea when this happened, but I've been into the Today Show for a long time. All right. Um, My mom, probably. Sarah McPants, who I believe changed her name. She had a longer name. Um, said, no wonder he said Dave got sick. They stopped making combos in 1987. So I don't know what knockoff combo you've been eating. What what fucking country do you live in? Because I live in America, pal. Sarah McPants. And there's combos all over the Port Authority. I I purchased four bags. I put them in my green bag. And I purchased the fucking Bob Dylan Rolling Stone edition for Mr. Ron Bennington. That was my gift. Now, I could have given you the combos. This is the one that you read last night, so I know you just didn't purchase it this morning. You forget that when you drunk text me... That's right, I forgot. It stays. There's a record. Yeah, yeah you're right. Um, this is not only the... I mean combos. What's, what's, what's her story? This is not only the time of the year for this, but it's also uh, director madness, where we were going to be counting down the top 64... And having a contest, all-time American... Well, not even American, but just living directors. Wow. Living directors. And maybe the way to do this is Eastside Dave is the first person to play the game. I'd love to. Davey Mack goes into it first. I know you don't like film. <laughs> and that isn't your thing. I'm much more of a Today Show guy, Ron. Speedwitch, has, have you seen this room? I think it's 227 or something Two, like that. 237. Not yet. 237. I know what you're talking about. I did say it. You did? Yeah. And? It's, it's the, fucking this, nuts. It's the Shining documentary? Yeah. And the, the people have crazy theories about it, right? Yeah, there are people that have crazy theories, and you're like, well, this is crazy. But then the more you're watching, you're like... 
That is a weird place to put an Indian. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You just start to be like, uh, Kubrick did a lot of nutty things that yeah. uh, you don't catch until someone starts pointing them out to you. But they're all on purpose, apparently. Or, uh, I don't know. Theory. Maybe, I don't know because not. there's seven different theories. <laughs> <Yeah>. And they're <laughs> all weird. And you're like... Okay, so Kubrick is the guy who shot the moon man. <laughs> That's one of my old one theories, right? And also, uh, did they do the theory that he was a Freemason? Mm, I'm not even sure if the Freemason in it. Uh, one of the okay. theories was that this was about the Americans killing Indians. Yeah. And that was the, the weirdness that took place. And it just goes on and on from there. And all the theories can't be correct. And yet you'll find yourself going... Yeah, that theory is correct. <laughs> right. And there is one that's just spectacular where they're showing the movie forward and then showing the movie backward and then putting them up against each other. And there's all these wow. weird shots that together, and you're like, I don't know, because Kubrick was so out there, maybe yeah. some of this stuff happened. Well, they uh, I, the one I like is that he was in the Illuminati. And that uh, the, all of his movies are him saying about you know, Freemasonry I and know, stuff. Yeah, you be careful because I'm into that. And so is my all right. I won't say anything else. Why'd you... I won't. I can say anything. Let's just go back to the combos thing. Hold on, I just got a, a text <laughs> that says "whack the pant shitter." <laughs> code for something? Wait a second. It was the boxers. They were on the ground. You know, things happened. They were already down with yeah. your shit. So you didn't shit your pants. You shit into your pants. That's right. Okay. That's a totally different yeah, thing. Yeah, that's much Little better. Little kids shit their yeah, pants. Yeah, it's not like I couldn't control my bowels. I was on the bowl and mm -hmm. then some dripped out onto the boxer shorts that are still... The, the weird part was I had to carry them and, and, and there were oh. people washing their hands. And I was just like, you know what? It's 10.58. I'm not going to just sit right. I was sitting there for like four minutes <laughs> trying to wait yeah. everybody out. So I had to go past this like uh, Indian guy and this guy who looks like a old Earl Douglas Should in the bathroom. Why didn't you just drop it on the floor behind them and then go, what did you do? What did you do? <laughs> These aren't mine. To hit it from right. that height into your boxers, it sounds like you have incredible control. All right. <laughs> Let, first of all, let's take a look at the big graphic. Where is that at for the full 64? When I left, there was going to be a big graphic. There's Co a box coming later this week. <laughs> yes. All right. All right. So, uh, Hicks, give him the first decision he has to make. Martin Scorsese. First, Josh Whedon. Scorsese over Josh Whedon by, right. by a landslide. Landslide or? By a landslide. Neck and neck. Hey, um, this is all up on the, on the iBang right now. Under what, Hicks? Who is the greatest living director? March Bracket Challenge. All right, the March Bracket Challenge, greatest living director. All right, so you picked Scorsese. Yeah, definitely. Went with the number one seed. I had to. Bobcat Goldthwait versus David Fincher. That's a good one. Um, fuck. I'll go David Fincher because I've seen more of his movie. I've seen all of his movies. I think I only saw the one Bobcat movie. Um, but it's he's good. He's a good director. What's your favorite uh, David Fincher? Uh, I'll go with Seven. It's cliche, but you know, whatever. People Godfather is that cliche though? Milos <laughs> <laughs> Foreman versus Guillermo del Toro. Oh man! You know, I met Milos Foreman. That's Wonderful. I story. met him uh, at Dartmouth University one time. Uh -huh. 
Um, I shook his hand. How old are you that you guys were going to school together? <laughs> we went, it was, uh, it was a, a director's thing that my brother, who was in charge of the film society, brought me up for. So just based on that, Milos Forman. Not based on the wonderful films that he's made <laughs> over the years. I love all of them. Larry Flint, Amadeus, One Flew Cuckoo's Nest. They're all great. He actually should get more heat than and he Man does. on the Moon. Yeah, you know, I um, love Man on the Moon. I, I, you know who also should get heat? I was IMDb'ing this the other day. Peter Weir is totally underappreciated. Well, if we were in Australia, that's all we would talk about. <laughs> He's fucking but, amazing. IMDb Peter Weir. He's like, yeah. All right, who's next? Spike Lee versus John Carpenter. Spike Lee. Well, you didn't have to think about that one. No, I mean. Uh, after I borrowed most of Earl's movies, I, I mean, wonderful. I mean, um, the wonderful, the the do the right thing. That yeah. that movie is so fucking great. It's, it's brilliant. But then again, so is Escape from New York. It is. It <laughs> Except is. for they say 69th Street Bridge, which <laughs> bothers me to this day. I want to go back and redub it. Yeah, why do they do that? J.J. Abrams versus Vim Vendors. Hmm, that's tough. I like Lost. Vim Vendors is good. I'll go J.J., only because Whoa. he's attached to the new Star Wars movies. But I do like the Mission Impossible, and I do like the Star Trek re reboot. Now, he's up... And he kind of looks like Barton Fink a little bit. He's directing all those, or is he producing? He's directing He's directing the new Star Wars he's and, directing. and the new Star Trek. All right, then that, for that reason alone, give me Vim Vendors. <laughs> <laughs> Francis Ford Coppola versus William Friedkin. That's a good one. I That's wish it was uh, versus... Uh, his daughter. <laughs> That's really good, too. Um, I mean, gotta go for, with Francis Ford Coppola, but Billy Friedkin. Very talented. Phenomenal fucking movie. Very talented. He's in that Peter Weir. We should be talking about yeah, him more. He really, category. really is. Alright, this is up on the iBang right now. Uh, I was just watching Hearts of Darkness, too, by the way, last night. Right around the time I texted you. Seems like you were doing everything at the same time. <laughs> I have a kind of attention <laughs> problem. I'm doing lots of things. Sorry, I'm gonna, next time you text me, I'm going to text back something really long. <laughs> Even if it's just XOXOXOXOXO. <laughs> uh, this well, is up really on the eye bang under what, uh, Hicks? Who is the greatest living director? March Bracket Challenge. Okay. I noticed with Davey Mack here, your energy's way down low. Oh, it's up there. It's here. <laughs> What's he doing over there? <laughs> he can't ever get over this Valparaiso. I know. <laughs> Valparaiso, whatever. Tobacco. He's slow moving. He's just Ridley, himself. Ridley Scott versus Sam Mendes. That's a fucking tough one, man. You know, I think one of the most underappreciated gangster films of all time is that Road to Perdition. So I'm going to give you an upset special right now. Wow! The 10th seed, Sam Mendes <laughs> over Ridley Scott, number seven. This is a shocker. Yeah, I have to. I still think it's a great movie that was not recognized, Sam Mendes. I recognize it. I saw it. <laughs> Finally, Ang Lee versus Robert Boo! Rodriguez. Boo! Fuck Ang Lee. I have... Uh, he's, he's, he's great... But the Life of Pi movie, I wasn't into. Now, he's a great director. He's very talented. That's all I'll say. This so you're going to give it broke back sentiment, isn't it? You're going to give it to Robert Rodriguez? Yeah, because I, I, I thought I like Ang Lee, but I just wasn't into the Life of Pi. What can I tell you? Wow. That is a shocker. That's a giant upset. That's an upset special, too. Uh, you can play along with Dave uh, right now. If you go over to the iBang, it's uh, March Madness Challenge, greatest director, living director. 
Or else we would just give it to Kubrick right now. <laughs> now we're in the second division. Spielberg versus George Romero. I gotta go with Steven Spielberg. I love him so much. T Terminal? <laughs> That's true. That's not great. Okay, that's fine. Edward Burns or Spike Jones? Um, I like Edward Burns, but I gotta go with Spike Jones. I have to go with Spike Jones. He made you uh, click the wrong thing by saying I like Edward Burns, and then he went down to Spike Jones. <laughs> David Lynch versus Peter Jackson. Oh, man. That's a tough one. That is tough, because uh, Blue Velvet is one of my favorite movies of all time, but I am a, an absolute... Uh, Whore for the Lord of the Rings movies. I'm not gonna we'll lie. We'll see to you. what kind of person you are by this vote. This vote alone, David Lynch. <laughs> okay, right. you're a great person. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot riding on yeah, that. Sure was. I'm sweating over here. Christopher Guest versus Michael Mann. Oh, that this is a great matchup. Christopher Guest over Michael Mann. I'm the biggest Michael Mann fan on the planet, and yet Christopher Guest is. Oh. Holy shit. You have to make a choice. Fourth and 13 seeds? This is the, you know what? This is the matchup of the century. Right it here. is. It's phenomenal. Because <laughs> um, I love Heat, and I actually like Collateral, uh, Last of Mohicans. Uh, I'm going to go with Christopher Guest. Wow, the oh. biggest Michael Mann fan <laughs> in the world. <laughs> I guess not the nephew of Michael Mann, huh? Knocked him out in the first round. I feel terrible now. No, you know what? You shouldn't. It's just this a game. is a hard game. It I don't is. like this. The game should be hard. <laughs> I mean, it's a great game, but it's just it's too well, difficult. It's, it's amazing when you sit down and we came up with uh, 64. There's at least 64 great fucking directors. Yeah. And some great ones that haven't even made the list. Steven <sighs> Soderbergh versus James L. Brooks. Um, I didn't care for the James L. Brooks um, airplane, but I love as good as it gets. But I'm going to go with Soderbergh. I have to. Mike Nichols. Versus Julian Schnabel. Mike Nichols, because the graduate mm -hmm. I took in film class. And I and then they said, you have to write an eight-page uh, treatment. And I basically wrote the graduate. <laughs> it was such a rip-off. Well, you know what? It's, it was about an Irish guy who yeah. was like swimming in a pool and didn't know what to do. I just fucking took the Dustin Hoffman character, made it me, and then tried to pass it off. Do you realize, though, how many times that you'll watch any kind of teen stress comedy? And it's The Graduate. Yeah, you're and, right. you know, I don't fit in. I'm not with my friends. It's a fucking right. graduate. I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. You're right. John Sales versus Brian De Palma. John Sales in New Jersey. Uh, and True. Eight Men Out is the most underrated baseball movie of all time. I love John Sales. He, he wins over Brian De Palma. By the way, fucking Hicks gave me his top baseball movies, and Eight Men Out wasn't even on it. No. But he did have the one where I think a dog was fucking <laughs> playing center field or whatever. No, that's Air Bud. He's playing basketball. <laughs> Paul Thomas Anderson versus David O. Russell. Well, David L. Russell's very, very strong. I mean, let's not forget about Three Kings here. Mm -hmm. But P.T. Anderson, I have to take. I have to. One of the drunken texts I got last night was <laughs> Dave and I agreeing that The Master is our favorite film from last year, <laughs> which we I know we've discussed before. <laughs> yeah. uh, I was watching that, too, after yeah. Heart of Darkness. I Because I, I have the screener in my bag. You want to borrow it? No. I just no, hear... Come on. Come on. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I have a for you. What's the big deal? There we go. I'm a big winner today. Look, okay, I got you the take screener. That. Now that's from the Writers Guild, so don't you know you can't lend that to any of your friends. It's already out. <laughs> the film is already out. 
Woody Allen versus Alexander Payne. Uh, Woody, it starts Division Three. Woody Allen might win this whole thing. I don't know. Uh, Woody Allen's definitely taking uh, Alexander Payne. How could Alexander Payne find himself in such a bad fucking thing? And the first round is that, before he had a chance to build up. Because he's got to be one of the best directors today, but why is he starting off against the Woodman? Yeah. It's a tough division. It's Division Three. <laughs> Sofia Coppola versus Sam Raimi. Wasn't she already in this? Francis no, no the, the They're different? Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Have it your way. Here's the thing that's going to be controversial. I do not mind her performance in Godfather 3. Oh my god, hold on. Yeah, I'm, My fucking phone is blowing Take up. It down. I've got to go out and talk to the I PR department. Controversial statements today. <laughs> and I, I, I still think that Godfather 3 is... But forget, I know it's a director. I love Lost in Translation. I love Heart of Darkness uh, with Sam Raimi, but I give it to Sofia Coppola, too. Boom. That's a bit of an upset special. It is. Catherine Bigelow versus Clint Eastwood. Wow. First of all, I may disagree with the seating here. Yeah, the seating's terrible. Catherine Bigelow is a five seed, and, and Clint is a 12. Um, I have to go with Clint Eastwood, who is phenomenal. How is Clint Eastwood a 12 seed? I had already given him the best director of the last decade award. <laughs> <laughs> the awards that I had that in my mind. I, th I think Mystic River is the best film of the two aughts. It's my favorite. That's another controversial statement. <laughs> no, it isn't. It's a fucking fine statement. Can we pretend it is? <laughs> okay. <Yeah>. Controversy today. <laughs> Eastside Dave. Yeah, I like being cutting edge. Eastside Dave is turning the planet upside down. <laughs> Terrence Malick versus Christopher Nolan. Well, Ron Bennington knows how much I love Terry Malick. It is true. And I can call him Terry. And you know, Holly, Holly Hunter was in here, and she was like this the other day. You know, I just did a Terry Malick film. <laughs> I know people go back and forth on him. but What kind of people? Uh, I guess the, the latest one that they did started a lot of uh, trouble. Life. Yeah, No, the one after this. Oh, I didn't see the one after yeah, this. Yeah, that basically doesn't use a lot of language. Or normal storytelling. That's okay. I, I'm I'm ready for it. You <laughs> love Tree Life, right? Yes, I did, mm -hmm. and I absolutely adored uh, Thin Red Line, and I think Badlands fucking is such a great movie, and maybe started a whole well. Bonnie and Clyde was right before Badlands, right. but but Badlands is you know that whole thing of the couple on uh, killing spree is amazing. So t so Terry Malick, Terry Gilliam versus Rob Reiner. I loved uh, Terry Gilliam. Rob Reiner's very good. But I met Terry Gilliam on the Raw Fest show, and I'll never forget that when he came in, he saw a bunch of buttons, because it was simply a board-op room. And yeah. he's like, look at all these buttons. There's buttons <laughs> everywhere. Yeah, well, was, he, was very, yeah, he was very happy. <laughs> about the to buttons. Know, yeah, things do things. It, it, like, it totally translates into all of his movies, where there's yeah. like, a lot of buttons everywhere, like fucking like Fisher King. There's, like, there's no reason for buttons and wires to be hanging out. So Terry, uh, Terry Gilliam plus Monty Python is the best. Barry Levinson versus Lars von Trier. Uh, Barry Levinson. One of the best baseball movies. Rain Man, The Diner. He's very strong. Wag the dog, too. Danny Boyle versus Jim Jarmusch. Oh, I love Jim Jarmusch. I love him, but uh, Danny Boyle. Train Spotting is one of my favorite movies. After Pulp Fiction, you know Train Spotting was Train like Spotting, my... too? No, I did not know yeah. that. Just got announced the other day. That's fucking awesome. It's weird, but apparently they had made a novel... Where that catches back up with the characters, so it's he called said, like porn. His name of the book by the just same porn? author. Yeah, just porn. They <laughs> <laughs> better change that name. Wes Anderson versus Jason Reitman. Uh, I love uh, Wes Anderson. This is a slam dunk for the Dave man. You hate Jason Reitman? I don't hate Jason Reitman. I like Jason Reitman. Wes Anderson's Rushmore is a perfect film. 
It's weird that you say that because a lot of people, when they pick their favorite uh, Wes Andersons, it's all over the board yeah. of where people are. Yeah, you're right. I mean, I think a lot I of people can't, go I can't. Well, yeah, Tannenbaum's does huge, but I still can't get past Bottle Rocket. Yeah, it's still, I remember the first time I saw that movie, I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? It's incredible. And Bottle Rocket's the only one where it's like almost a sad kind of ending. Whereas then it was darker. Where Rushmore, it's like a happy slow-mo. Tannenbaum's happy kind of slow-mo and stuff. Yeah, and Bottle Rocket's like, this fucking uh, Owen Wilson guy, I, I think he's going to die in prison. Yeah, he's fucked anyway. <laughs> you know? Or he's coming out like a madman. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to come out fucking blasting. <laughs> Put right back in. Or but die. they definitely are never going to be friends again. No. You know what I mean? Like, that period is done. And he's certainly, certainly not going to be friends with Bob, who is my favorite character. Of the Where did Bob get such a good kitchen? <laughs> Problem with Bob. Bob seemed like a nice guy. Well, Bob's own brother fuck didn't like him too much. That's true. When he's growing weed in the back, it got him busted. <laughs> you remember my pot plants? <laughs> uh, Division four. Joel and Ethan Cohen versus Richard Linkletter. Uh, uh, the Cohen That's brothers. fucking cheating to Richard Linkletter too. Yeah, he's very good. And I, I uh, his first film was fucking ridiculous. Slacker, Slacker. changed the fucking world. It was amazing. Gus Van Zant versus Jonathan Demme. By the way, I wrote a movie also in screenplay where it was going to be, it was um, all uh, pop culture people, but it was a total ripoff of Slacker. So, and then how did I think I was going to make this movie? Because I literally had Mick Jagger runs into Bono, and then Bono runs into Quentin Tarantino, and then Tarantino runs, and it was like, who would ever fucking make it? It would be the most expensive budget of all time. Or you would be somebody who was really well-loved and they could get away with it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, when Altman made The Player, all those people came in, all those yeah. big stars were like, oh, we're doing it just for Altman. Yeah. So who could we get that could make your... Who is so beloved as a filmmaker? I mean, could Scorsese do it? Yes. Could a Quentin Tarantino pull it off? I think he could, and I think Woody Allen. He he gets people. I think those guys could all uh, achieve that. And I was going to call it Pop. I don't know if you like that title or not. I can work on that. Um, here's uh, Will. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, was it with your brother Bobby? Oh, my God. Oh, Who's yeah. on the fucking phones today? That would be Popcorn. Popcorn, what the fuck? He's getting beat the fuck up. Um, go ahead. Let's get back into it. Gus Van Sant versus Jonathan Demme. I love Gus Van Sant, and I love Jonathan Demme. I'm going with Gus Van Sant, though, because uh, I know it's kind of gay, but I love my own private Idaho. I know there's a lot of dick sucking, right? it's an amazingly artistic film. You're the right, though. Thing, the thing, well, there's a lot of dick getting sucked. <laughs> But when the the house makes fall. it, <laughs> right, who um and and drugstore cowboy, you know, then you know what? Now I think about it, Gus Van Sant, Oliver Stone versus James Cameron. I met him at Dartmouth. Mm -hmm. He's one of my best friends, <laughs> Oliver Stone, and I I respect James Cameron for what he's done. But Oliver Stone rules. James Cameron knocked out in the first round. By the way, how does that happen in the first round? Where do we have Cameron done? Twelfth seed. Twelfth seed. The, the guy who's done the two biggest films <laughs> yeah. of all time. Twelfth seed. Yeah. Well, Oliver Stone, though. Wall he, Street. Yes, he's made a lot of films. <laughs> they're all listed. Cameron Crowe versus David Cronenberg. Oh, that's kind of tough, actually. Uh, give me uh, David Cronenberg in an upset special. I don't know if it's that big of an upset for people. I guess it could go either way. Tim Burton versus Abel Ferrara. 
I love Tim Burton. I think he's the best. Well, not the best, but I love him and I love his hair. And I always love his, this whole thing. his girlfriends. He's the best. You know, his wife and then Helen Bonham Carter. They're both great. Yeah, Tim Burton is the man. Roman Polanski versus Ben Affleck. He's still too young. Still too young. Ben Affleck is good, but come on. Give me three more pictures of the same caliber. Give me the Polanski. Ouch. Don't call me a dumpski. Give me Polanski. See <laughs> <laughs> that? Yeah. Darren Aronofsky versus uh, Werner Herzog. I liked it. Darren, uh, <laughs> Darren Aronofsky. Um, uh, Darren Aronofsky. So Herzog is another 12 seed? 10 seed. Great. He's a fucking talented guy, this I Herzog. Know. Quentin Tarantino yes. versus Robert Zemeckis. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, Robert they, Zemeckis. This is a fucking Pulp Fiction uh, Forrest Gump thing again? Well, they have a oh, fucking... I, 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 call. I, I will revise history. <laughs> fucking Tarantino over that fucking retarded asshole. You know how a lot of people want to go back and kill uh, fucking Hitler? I want to go back and get that, dump, that Gump fucking movie off the Oscar <laughs> list. What a piece of shit oh, that film is. And can TNT play it anymore? Thank God for March Madness. Now we got basketball on TNT. We don't have to watch Forrest Gump with the thing and the ping pong. What is it about America thinking that if you're retarded, somehow life is better? (laughs) It's not. It's fucking harder. And also, with all the shit that Forrest Gump had done, he would be the biggest celebrity in the history of the world. With being a war hero, talking to John Lennon, being the greatest ping pong star of all time, being the best college football player, meeting LBJ Kennedy. And it's like he still is walking around, and the guy's like, wait a second, you're Forrest Gump, the fat guy on the bench? Right. It's like everyone would know. People would freak out. They'd be like, fucking Forrest Gump is here. He'd be like American Jesus. Then he was in the Apple on day one. (laughs) So he's one of the richest people who ever lived. He's on TV multiple times throughout his life. Like, what the fuck? And you are again. (laughs) Forrest Gump is a shitty version of Zelig. And that could be a controversial statement, but I'm going to stick to it. Where Zelig had smarts. 100% and true. And was intelligent and had something to say. It was like the screenwriter said, well, I'm going to take Zelig, but have absolutely no meaning behind it. I'm just going to put this fucking asshole everywhere. All right, some of the comments are up there, and they're pissed about the lack of black directors. And we didn't put Tyler Perry in. <laughs> we probably should have. Just missed. Just missed the 64, Tyler Perry. Singleton? John Singleton, one great film. Yeah, but it's great. I had this, I had John Singleton on the show, so I had to sit through his last movie for it. Okay. And that was the, the fucking wolf kid from the vampire thing is a teen CIA agent. <laughs> <laughs> so, this thing was so bad, I was surprised that young Sam... Was uh, not up it. Uh, I have a fucking beef here, though. Okay. Where's Kevin Smith? Oh, come on, man. Kevin come Smith on. just got edged out. But edged out by who? <laughs> Richard Link. Three other people. Richard Linkletter then is our 64th seed. <laughs> That's where we are in this. Oh, I love Kevin Smith. Me too. I love him. It's just the greatest uh, living director March Bracket Challenge. You can go to the iBang, get your picks in now, and the round one winners will be announced on Monday, so you can vote through the weekend. I used to go to his comic book store all the time, too. I wasn't even interested in uh, comics, but he has Buddy Christ there pointing at you. Well, now if you go back to the comic book store, all those guys are TV stars. Yeah, he did film the reality show. I couldn't get a part of that, though. Well, he didn't work there. 
didn't hang out enough. <laughs> oh, that's why. I'm trying to think. You'd have been a lock if you weren't there. <laughs> I'm actually tired of turning on commercials and seeing Eastside Dave ripoffs all over the place. Oh, it's bullshit. I'm going to sue. Red hair and a beard. Oh, okay. Let's put them in our commercial. I know. Well, I mean, I started something. It was an accidental thing. It was with the beer challenge. Right. And then people said, you look way less ugly with the beer. You're like, you, you that, kind of... That had to fucking just... <laughs> it's such a wonderful thing to hear. Well, the problem was, it was my mom. She, <laughs> she actually legitimately said, wow, you look so much better with the beard. It, 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 it looks... It kind of hides something. And I didn't know where she was going with that. We were at a fucking dinner in an Italian restaurant, for Christ's sakes. Anyway, Michaels. <clears throat> Thanks, Beanie. I think you ought to trim the beard down so it's just the fucking kind of Fu Manchu thing. Let the hair grow long and walk around everywhere in a robe. <laughs> I would love that. Just get or that thing. People would think I was 1996 Alexi Lawless. Uh, Frank, you're on the Run of Fez show. How the fuck does Sofia Coppola and George Romero and Ben Affleck, for that fucking matter, get in over Kevin Smith? We agree 100%. I am on your side on this one. Those are the those, that's the seeds. Go and play. That's the game. Some a couple things seem to have went wrong here. I noticed that we don't have the graphic up that I expected today. It'll be up tomorrow, um, guaranteed. That's that never happens on ESPN. ESPN doesn't go, ladies and gentlemen. If you tune back tomorrow, you will get the graphics. <laughs> oh, by the way, we left Duke off of our sixty-four. I say fuck ESPN. I like the fact that you're not freezing up. You're fucking stand. You're standing your ground. You're not. You're not a deer in the headlights. You're acting like it was done on purpose. That the votes went out there. But I, you know, I won't be playing this now. Oh no! Come on, Good. you gotta jump in. Yeah, I'm done. You just played it. Let's go read passages from the Bob Dylan magazine I gave you. <laughs> well, you gotta remember this way, man. When I first heard Woody. By the way, the way he talks to Jan Wenner in the 1969 interview Jan. is priceless. Jan Wenner. Yeah. He just yells at him the entire article. Um, yeah, I'm very disappointed at Kevin Smith, New Jersey's own, Monmouth County. Well, we just we, we think the fucking world of Kevin Smith, and we're all waiting for his next movie, and we're fucking jumping up and down about it, and then, you know... My he's fellas, a showman, too, yeah. which is what I appreciate. He's, a, oh, he's, he's an old school... Exactly. He's old school. He's an old school filmmaker. I mean, this is, this is fucking bullshit. Well, we would get an answer, but some of the people are locked up and quiet, and the other one is just argumentative. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm being attacked here. This, this is our 64 seats. Well, because we're not you, happy with the 64. you got to have Kevin there. No you, one's ever happy. You attacked Kevin Smith is what you did. I would never attack Kevin Smith. I love Kevin Smith. Really? Make yeah. out with him then. <laughs> that wouldn't prove my love for him. Uh, I think it would. <laughs> oh, God. I guess it's just platonic. It's not love at all. <laughs> that would be the best Instagram ever. Vomiting. <laughs> Here's uh, Josh you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ronnie, um, did you guys happen to see the story come out of Plymouth County, Massachusetts, about the sheriff receiving death threats from making a joke about Obama? No, I didn't see that. All right, he, the joke he made was along the lines of that um, Obama had a vision and he saw President Lincoln and he asked President Lincoln how to fix the country. And the, now this is the sheriff telling the story. And Lincoln told the, Obama, just if you want to fix the country, go to the theater. I guess people can get mad over a really bad, dated, ripped off joke. <laughs> I guess that is uh, a reason to get mad. 
Uh, JW, Jacksonville, you're on the Running Fest show. Hey, what's going on, Ronnie B? Yeah, I appreciate all the conversation. The thing is, with Kevin Smith, that movie Dogma is really, really shite. Oh, no way! No way! No, 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 Richard, Richard Linkletter is the man. You gotta get him back on there for Dazed and Confused. Well, the Richard he's Linkletter on is on there. You're all fucking confused, He's gonna get knocked out in the first round because, um, Pepperiso put him up. Hey. Wait, how, am I saying your name correctly? <laughs> <laughs> Pepperiso? It's just Pepper. This hey, is all, this Ronnie B. Where's my Ron Howard, dog? <laughs> That's a very good point. The guy's a fucking multi-Oscar winner, multi-best oh, uh, picture well, nomination. Single Oscar winner. All right. He's multi. But, I mean, well, Apollo 13 was nominated. Uh, Beautiful Mind was nominated good. and won. Uh, Ransom. <laughs> and Eat My Dust. Cinderella. <laughs> so Eat My Dust. does Da Vinci Code movies now. So what? Those are good movies. There's, Coppola hasn't done a fucking great film since 79, and I guarantee you he's going to go places <laughs> in this thing. Yeah, come on. It's a cope, man. Uh, RJ, you're on the run of Fez show. Hey, Morgan Spurlock forced the largest restaurant in the world to change the way you order. As a documentary filmmaker, if we we're going to do that one day, then obviously Morgan Spurlock would go up there. This is a feature. Yeah, feature these films. are feature films. Stop fucking starting shit when there is none. Get your we head got together. plenty to be pissed off over the Kevin Smith snub. I mean, it's bullshit. Well, it is. All he's done for America? I bet you Pepper didn't even see Red State. Yes, I saw Red State. Then you would have put him in there. Listen, he ju he barely just just missed it, okay? In a playing game, he got knocked out. All right, you, I'm sorry. You just you missed know what? Sorry. You I missed give it. you all the credit in the world for standing up for this. Some people would just stay quiet and not be part of it, but you're willing to get up there and battle for it. I'm being uh, attacked here. This we is, can, this well, is a great you game. should be attacked. This is a great goddamn game. Pull, I don't pull your head think your it ass. is. It would have graphics and Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Kevin Smith just missed graphic tomorrow. Guaranteed. Um, Mark, you're on the run of Fetish Show. Hey, guys. How you doing, buddy? Hey. Kevin Smith not on there is a travesty. You're he's, a travesty. He's the greatest independent filmmaker. If there wasn't for Clerks, there would be no paranormal activity. There would be no Blair Witch. Style. I agree 100%. Yeah. And furthermore, I'll, I'll piggyback what this guy is saying. How do you have Ed Burns in there and not have Kevin Smith? Right. Because the, all we heard was clerks, 20,000, 25,000. And then Ed Burns said, hey, I'm a, that guy did it in Jersey. I'm going to take the same thing, same approach, and make Brothers McMullen. See, yeah. he, he copied the blueprint of Kevin Smith. Absolutely. You can't, you can't do that. And I always um, think to myself, here's my thing, too, that I like an independent filmmaker when they go, Oh, by the way, I'm using my buddies. This, you know, yeah. I'm using my neighborhood yeah. and my friends. His girlfriend. And, and, yeah, she then did. showing that off to the world. That's a lot cooler than I wrote a script and I'm directing it. Oh, and I got fucking Lindsay Lohan to be in it. You know what I mean? Like, this is about what, what he did. And for Pepper and some of the more quieter people who put this together, uh, I'm in... I'm in shock. And obviously, no love for Peter Bogdanovich. What did he ever do to people? I don't understand. And, and, his and his scarfs. Yeah, he would. Both those names needed to be on the sixty-four. Um, well, I mean, Bogdanovich is a, is an absolute quintessential seventies guy who needs to be there because the seventies is is a golden age of film. Um, Doug, you're on the run of Fest show. Doug. Doug. Yeah. Me? 
Well, Mel Gibson is not there because Pepper hated Jesus and <laughs> hated the Jesus movie. That's, that's, that's terrible. Though. Crazy anti-Semitism. Uh, we're going to do another meme contest uh, that's going up in just a couple of minutes to try to wash some of this pepperisco out of our mouths. There's nothing to wash out because we got we got more rounds. You to know go what to. I wish I could do? Yeah. Throw this contest in the trash next to Dave's shitty fucking underwear. No. I'll do it for you. <laughs> this is not a shitty contest. It's not those being the garbage. I admire the fact that you're standing up for it. It means a lot to me. Bring it. It, it shows that you're a person who you know, cares about their mistakes and wants to cover them up by arguing. <laughs> mistakes? What? Who is the greatest living director? March Bracket Challenge. Pull your head your ass, Valpo. Bogdanovich Keep had to be there. Keep your in the fucking garbage with your shit drawers. You. I'm actually more pissed off about Kevin Smith than no, Bogdanovich. No, Kevin Smith is the biggest, that's the biggest uh, spite, if you will. And it did come off as spite. There's no spite. You know, I used to even do prank calls to Jay and Silent Bob's secret stash, uh, their, their comic book store. How did that work out? Never good, never funny, never. Yeah. But I, I would call up because it would just be a regular guy behind the comic book, yeah. and I'd go, uh, "Hey, it's Ben. Is Kevin there?" And they'd be like, "Ben who?" I go, "It's Ben Affleck." <laughs> and then I never had anything after that. Right. <laughs> but you came up with the name of someone that he would know. Yeah. He's like, and the guy would be like, "Is this really Ben Affleck?" I go, "Yeah, it is." And he'd be like, "Well, what do you want?" Uh, hang up. <laughs> Smart. Way to get out of there. Hey, jerky. Is Kevin over there, jerky? Right. Fucking awful. <laughs> I'll come down there and slap your mouth for you. I think I taped a couple. And I'm like, I, I erased them instantly. All right. Uh, the meme contest is up, and uh, it's quite the uh, picture today. It's <laughs> young Sam being molested by an older, bigger woman. Look how tiny he was at fucking 14. It was like a white Gary Coleman. Like, I mean, did he have a disease or... Yeah, he had a disease. He had to get shots. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he. they, they said without the shots, he wouldn't have made it past five feet tall. Growth oh, hormone. my. They I were pumping full of HGH. And that's why I... I didn't know this. I think any radio awards that he's won needs to be brought back. <laughs> because, seriously... Could you imagine how great Opie would have been with growth hormones? I mean, forget about <laughs> it. But he did it the right way. He went out and did radio the right way. Not like Sam. I mean, I put up recently a thing of myself, 14. I, I would destroy 14-year-old Sam in a fight. And I was like 12. You know, I mean, he, he he's so small. I thought he was 6 or 7 mm -hmm. in the fucking video. He's going on 15, too. Like He's almost 15. What do you mean going on 15? How far away is that? Because you're always going on your next stage. I think as soon as you get past it, you're going on it. You're going on to the next one. I'd say three yes, months. Yes, and we know it. it's not his fucking birthday. <laughs> three months afterwards. I would think if you had three months to go, then yeah. it's going on. Over six months to me. But, you know, this is a Kevin Smith uh, logic over here. But this honestly, you're logic. always like, you know, when you're five, you're going on six. There's no <laughs> doubt about that. Technically, I'm going on 70 right now. <laughs> yeah, you can't stop it. <laughs> He's going on Bring it. it. So you and your fucking crazy, yeah. immature goddamn things to say. <laughs> I have plenty of mature things to say. <laughs> I'm not sure if you have one. I'm very responsible. All right, so... Um, well, I'm looking at some of these already. Uh, Boy Molested by Sheila from Shameless. Hey, baby, got a mic. <laughs> half black, half slice. 
eats pussy, sucks dick, kicks ass. <laughs> that's strange. Yeah, that's strange. Same haircut, 20 plus years. I'm kind of like fucks quarters off his ankles. <laughs> oh, that's not connected, is it? <laughs> no. That's flicks, flicks quarters. Flicks. I thought it was fucks quarters off his ankles, <laughs> which would have been fantastic. Um, all right, it is the Ron Fez Show. Eastside Dave sitting in with us today. Uh, Jerry Barka do a little later on. And what time are we looking at the game starting? In 20 minutes. Uh, Bears and Brian Urlacher uh, parted ways. The Bears believe that they can lose just as many games without him as they can with him. We'll see. We'll see, Chicago. You're never going to retire with your team anymore, though, the way you still. No, and uh, Urlacher is such a great player. There's a lot of teams that could use a linebacker, though. New York football giants. 13 years he's been playing. 13 years. And yeah, they, he wanted 11 million. They offered him two. All right, that's a little further off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Here's some of these. This is not my mom. Well, that's always a good thing to yell if you're being taken out by a stranger. <laughs> not too small to stir this shit. Better I get him. The Watleys get a hold of him. Okay. Touched by a woman. Doesn't know what race I am. Because I use Amber Alert more like my ass hurt. Again, <laughs> seems to apply. Um, it is the Ron and Fez show. Dave, how long are you going to hang out with us today? Uh, I only got a few more minutes. I got to meet somebody. Uh, you got to uh, meet a man about a fucking horse? Is that yeah, it? Yeah, I got I to gotta meet a man about a horse. This old thing? Uh, I'm thinking of meeting the Kevin Smith and telling him. No, that's one of these kind of meetings. No, that's the way it goes. You want backup? You want fucking? <laughs> I'll put fucking uh, pepper up on the roof for the goddamn gun if you need it. Oh, I, I know. It. I'll just start lighting up fucking pepper civilians. Might as well call him Cookie Roberts over here. <laughs> You're going through a really nice fucking drug deal, and all of a sudden you see, ping, the guy gets shot in the fucking head. I think we did it. <laughs> Who else should I kill? I'll tell you what. Everything you, was going fine. <laughs> you know what you killed today, Pepper? What's that? People who respect independent film. Oh, please. I love independent film. And if you respect independent film, go over and play the greatest living director fucking bracket challenge on the iBang. Just you know prove that, me wrong. I you have. know that that's not your place on the show to read off the live reads. Um, what's your house going to look like for the? How many of the March Madness games you plan on catching? I'm going to try and catch all of them. I mean, as soon as I get every home single today, game. <laughs> well, as soon as I get home today, um, I'm definitely going to. It's going to be you know constant coverage, and I'm going to be watching all of them. And then tomorrow, I have nothing uh, uh, planned, and the kids are just going to have to sit there and take it. No fucking Nickelodeon, no bullshit. Mean. So I think you didn't work today, right? Correct. How'd you get out of it? Um, you know, I, I, I got out of it uh, with... Uh, I'm having a little uh, contractual uh, dispute, shall we say. Really? Yeah. So yeah. you're on the beach a little bit. Yeah. Playing hardball with them. Yeah, you got it, Ronnie B. Who else are they going to get to talk like this on Natural <laughs> Radio? You know, Warren Zevon first burst onto the scene <laughs> in 1976. <laughs> Does everybody else talk that way that you know down there? Yeah, there's a, it's very quiet. Coming up a little later on. Fish. It's a great right. fucking radio station. Chalk, chalk dust fish. torture. That's the song. That's the oh, you do song. get to hear good music if you get on National Public Radio if you can make it. Stay tuned for Jill Sobule. That's right, the Jill Sobule. 
She'll be playing I Kissed a Girl. Not Katy Perry, I Kissed a Girl. Jill Sobule. And later on tonight at midnight, Old Scratchy Blues Records. <laughs> we'll be playing Old Scratchy Blues Records. Tap your toes. Blind Lemon Pledge. <laughs> who did the... Was that Martin Mull who did Blind Lemon Pledge joke? I think it was. But I remember when I was a little kid, I thought it was the funniest thing I've ever <laughs> heard in my life. I'm going, what a fucking genius. Martin Mull. It was? Yeah. And then uh, the Ruddles had some kind of yeah. fucking thing, too. Well, fucking... Um, Martin Mull kind of did a, like a white blues guy, too, and he would do this... Oh, Lordy Mama. It's just a regular, <laughs> oh, my house burned down. I love Martin Mull, actually. God, he's fucking amazing. He's <laughs> really funny. I hope we do the funniest people, 64, and then a Pepper will leave him off. Knowing him, I can start this list He'll today. leave off Richard Pryor, this guy. So you're playing hardball with these guys down there, huh? Yeah. I mean, hardball. Yeah, really hardball. <laughs> How far away are you guys? Um, it's like extremely hard. It's yeah. like um, the the ball is so hard that I'm not working right now. How that's, long have you been doing it? That's the thing. Um, few weeks. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I I don't want to go into it too much, but um, I was dicked a little bit in the ass. I was, I was. Uh, you know. You bring in a lot of money for these membership drives. Yeah. You double the ratings. You do like you know everything that's asked of you, and then um, it's uh, well, do more, make videos, tweet out stuff. You know, because I'm twenty five thousand Twitter followers now. Right. I'm doing all this stuff, and it's like, well, can I get something here? No. Feel something for me. And I, yelled, I yelled. I yelled. You know, me with the yelling. Yeah. I'm glad Rob Cross has because we've yelled a lot of times, and luckily he has a, he has patience for people to to yell at, and because I have. But this guy uh, wasn't uh, didn't uh, take kindly to uh, you know fuck you that type of talk. But you know what? Here's what I don't understand. Don't yell at Rob either. I no, I'm not. I, I'm I'm standing up for Rob right now. Right, I know. But I'm saying in so, the past it didn't yeah. happen. You guys don't know what a good dude Rob is. Rob and I, I met. I I just had a meeting with him. Fifteen minutes. He's solid as a fucking rock. Okay. Yeah, no, no, no. Rob, Rob is me and Rob aren't fantastic. In fact, I told Rob, I go, I wish the boss down there was like you, right. because you know, I, a couple times I did fly off the handle, but he, you, he just yelled back. You don't right. all this fucking other nonsense. So you want to run that guy out, right? Yeah, I do. I do. I'm gonna take him down too. Good. I'm gonna get what? Pepper on that fucking roof again. <laughs> Up on the roof. <laughs> I'll light up that whole goddamn station. Yeah, he's either going to start shooting too soon or fall asleep. <laughs> Can we get this over with? Come on. <laughs> anyway, I got a jet, though, anyway. I got to meet someone for the for the thing. This about the well, other? But I want to come here uh, again for uh, the whole show. You can come here every fucking day. Next Friday? Time. Yeah. I mean, you guys, or, 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 when do you go on vacation? Uh, I guess next... I, could, I could ask you something here. <laughs> What the fuck am I doing? Be here next Friday. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna be come here in. next Friday, and I'm gonna have Earl here. I want to do a oh, reunion awesome. show. Yeah. Oh man, can I? Maybe I could do some sort of physical challenge because I need to scratch right now. Earl was always good for five hundred or a thousand dollars. You know, an ATM. Yeah. Come up with something. I'll, I'll fucking. I'll, I'll do a race around the block right here. At every season, 
Uh, look, we got enough space here. Let's just do boxing. How, <laughs> how quick can you knock out Earl? I, can Earl go three noticed, rounds? I, I was at 210 on Christmas, yeah. and I'm at 185 now. Yeah. I am in phenomenal shape. I will take, I will fucking destroy Earl, and if you're listening, I'm going <laughs> to fuck you up. Next Friday, you better come in with your fucking game face on. You're fucking dead, Chocolate Thunder. Earl, I wonder if he's going to show now. Dave, what is this all about? <laughs> what did I do? I didn't do nothing. You know I likes me some eye bags. You're fucking dead, Earl. You understand me? Uh, go ahead, Dave. All right, guys. Thank there you for Davey having Mack. me here. Anytime. And, see you again soon, Friday. buddy. I'll see you next Friday. Yeah. I will. Friday come, I didn't have to rent. So I did all I went. George Thorogood is one of my absolute all-time favorite artists. Why didn't you come in and meet him this week? I didn't know he was here. Yeah, he was here hanging this out. He doesn't tell me anything. He just he, he puts me on the Kevin Smith pay no mind list. Bullshit. Seriously, take him anything. off that Kevin Smith pay no mind list. There is no Kevin Smith list. There are 64 directors. Put him on the East Side Dave. Keep him up uh, the date list. It's the it, Real quick, it's the weirdest thing when you're 12 years old and you're singing, I drink alone. <laughs> My mom no. was like, this is kind of inappropriate. Pepper, you knew that Dave was going through these negotiations? You didn't tell me? I didn't know it was that hardcore. You he didn't know. I, I've been keeping it quiet. He knew that I was having a little bit of a dispute, but he, this guy doesn't know anything. That's some fucking friend you are, Pepper. He didn't tell me. Oh, I'm you know gonna, what? Gonna, you know why I don't tell him anything? Yeah. Well, Kevin Smith. That's right. why. I know. And you Val Perosa. He'd, he'd make a good radio partner for you because he doesn't give a shit about you. <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> he hates me. That's always fucking <laughs> they, perfect. They all hate me, Ronnie B. All right. Talk to all you right, later. I'll talk to you guys on Friday. Please. Bye, guys. Take it easy now. Wow. There goes Eastside Dave. Oh, by the way, no one runs dumber than Dave when he has, takes those tiny steps. He has that tiny step run. Maybe uh, Sirius to make the old run at him. Good for serious. Funny shit. Good for serious. Good for all of us. Uh, the meme contest is up right now. We're doing a lot of contests for people today. It's prize time. You people like prizes, right? You got fuck quarters off his ankles, and uh, I don't know if we can even beat that. People are bringing it though. These these meme contests are always strong. Why don't we do this? Why don't we take a break here, and we'll come back and start our what I like to call. Post Dave uh, party right now. It could actually be like a post Dave pre jury time for us. It's a nice middle ground. Yeah, a nice middle ground where nobody gets hurt. There's a bridge, a bridge from Dave Town to Jerryville. Bridge over trouble. I'm bringing him. I'm bringing barking with that. I don't know why I always tell you guys don't yell "fuck you" at your bosses. Rob's a good man. You guys don't realize how good you got it with Rob. Rob's a fucking great dude. I love Rob Cross. I shouldn't have to even tell people that. Platonically. In a business of a lot of shitty people, Rob's a good one. I'm always nice to Rob. I know you are. You ought to tell Davey Mack, too. I don't like him, hear him saying, uh, you know how I scream at Rob. Don't scream at Rob. Yeah. What's there to scream about? <clears throat> anyway, Das Das, we'll take a break. We'll be right back. It's the Run Fish Show. 
The Ron and Fez Show on the Old Bean Anthony Show. Sirius XM. <laughs> You've been warned. Yeah, come on. Love my girl. She looking good. Come on. One in five. No one here gets out alive now. You get yours, baby. I'll get mine. Gonna make it, baby, if we try. The old get old and the young get stronger. It's the Ron and Fez Show, Artist of the Day, from Los Angeles, California, The Doors. Much Madness is about to kick in in just a couple of minutes. Hicks, what's the first game today? First game is... Uh, Valparaiso, Michigan State, mm. and then and then twenty five minutes will be Buckner, Butler, Bucknell, Butler. I fuck that one up. Yeah, you have trouble with English. <laughs> English is a tough language. Well, you have two B's and two U's at the beginning of both school names could trip a man up. Well, it's the alphabet master's care. That's the nickname they have for you. Fez, you've been very quiet today, buddy. Want to take yeah. the stick? Uh, sure. There, um, let's see here. Uh, on the IB wire, Columbia model, uh, speaking out against processed chicken. Uh, not because the nutrient, uh, you know, the things that, the additives and preservatives are bad for people. Not because it's full of hormones that might be unhealthy. But the reason she really wants to stop uh, this chicken processing is because it's making young men gay. Well, Fez, you've been kind of locked up this week. And now that you're unlocked, we're back to gay talk. What the hell is that picture? This is the model. Natalia, I'm a big fan of hers. Natalia Paris. And yes, chicken makes young men gay. It's wow. Obvious. She's making a lot of good points here. She's a Colombian supermodel. She's not a scientist. What? You're saying supermodels supermodels aren't smart and can't be scientists, right? Not if she's saying chicken makes people gay. 
And then, why go looking for something? Why does it have to be some awful secret origin, like you got bit by a radioactive fruit fly that is, makes you gay? Is there anything else in the news for you but gay stuff, buddy? Do you ever say, this has nothing to do with the word gay, but I'm going to focus on it? Doesn't come up, does it? The second he gets the stick back after an entire week, gay story. All right, uh, we're on our way. March Madness. It's on now. And I expected a lot more excitement. I mean, this thing is really so dull. What? It's just, it just started. I come know. On. I just thought that some spectacular... I missed shot. Come on. It's going to All this up. hype and this is what we get? No, 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 no. It's going to pick up. Don't you worry. Valparaiso, they're my pick. Give it to me. Oh, won't you give it to me? Yeah, yeah. We should all stop eating chicken now. This broad's making a lot of good points. Well, he's the, you know, the not free range. She does have a lot of good points. Yeah. Only free range, only organic. Oh, I wasn't talking about that. Oh. Well, yeah, she, she's a model. I'm going to start doing semi-free range chickens. I'm going to let them outside, but I'm going to keep a rope around their neck wherever they go. They're going to choke themselves out then. They're going to try to fly away. Um, Here's Mike. Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ronnie B, a million bucks. Uh, that model should just start fucking all these little gay boys that are that are caused by the chickens and get them back uh, batting for the home team. I don't know whether she's she's got that kind of time. I don't know whether she could even get into that. And who knows what the child laws are in Colombia? Oh, they're wide open down there. <laughs> um, here's Dan. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, guys. Hey, uh... I will never eat chicken again. How can you argue with a set of dips like that, Ronnie? Well, uh, also, Fantastic Ace. She should be doing something for Ace Hardware Store right now. <laughs> Here's a screwdriver in my butt. Uh, um, if I was writing copy for her, I'd be like, look at her breasts and look at her ass. Now, why don't you come over here and try to buy some tools? A lot of pictures of people on the internet, huh? Picks. Everywhere. And then this Google image just puts them all in one place for you. Like, look, this is I've never heard of this woman before. Me neither. <laughs> we were missing it. Who the hell is Italia Paris? And there's just thousands. <sighs> Two nothing after seventeen minutes. That's how fucking this whole tournament's going. I wanted it to be so great. It's gonna be great. This is the first game first two minutes of the first game. Don't worry. It just seems like it's so dull. I should have been on this game. I'm a I'm a, I'm a chump you are a chump why don't you do this instead of betting why don't you just flush some money down the toilet because that's all your betting ever gets you that's your gambling i'm gonna parlay fucking 20 games tomorrow today. hey you want to um like go to security and say that somebody's shitty boxers have been left upstairs um i need to report something something disgusting there's a i saw something now i'm saying something there's a smell emanating from that garbage can um Right, somebody's sending me a story here that I hope is true. That the mayor of Marcus Hook got arrested <laughs> for reckless endangerment. Oh man, there's more than that. Um, he ran on the uh, on the whole title of "Vote for Mayor, I'll Break Your Wrist." Booze and gun charges too. 
allegedly fired a gun inside his home during a drunken encounter with another man. <laughs> oh, that's the shit. It's like Mayor Quimby from The Simpsons. Hmm. All right. Uh, here's Dave. Dave, you're on the Run of Fez show. Yeah, um, I've been married for five years uh, to a woman. I have a uh, nine-month-old, and I ate processed chicken last week, and I can't stop sucking dicks for the life of me. Well, that's going to happen. Uh, it's from the chicken, I guess. Yeah, the hormones. What if you take the skin off? No. If someone actually ever takes the skin off your chicken, do you just go like this? No, just throw the whole thing out. I'll flip a table. I'm yeah. like, I want the tasty fucking skin. Why else am I buying this chicken if not to eat its flesh? Why don't we open up a business called Fried Chicken Skins? Oh, the, you know, and we just throw out the worthless meat and fry up skin. Do you know how well that would fucking do? Oh, it would be fantastic. People would be losing their shit. Can I get a bucket of fried skin, please? Yes, you can. And some fried skin gravy? Yeah. Here, we're throwing, we're using this old <coughs> chicken flesh to fucking... KFC has to be close to doing that. I mean, they did the big double-down chicken sandwich that just had fried chicken in between fried chicken. I love this story of a guy was up in Walmart, and he had no legs, and he was in a fucking, like, went in a little motor cart driving around with his dog, and they told him, in the Walmart, you gotta leash your dog. So he shot the Walmart employee. And then he tried to escape on his little fucking motor cart. Hey, it is a vehicle. Gotta give him credit. I think this is up in Alaska where shit like this happens all the time. Everyone's fucked in Alaska. I don't know. You know, I remember for a while, I started saying that Florida was the craziest state. And then the rest of us picked up and tried to, you know, even whether you grew up there or not, you still tried to nail it. But then we start to see a lot of crazy shit out of PA. Ohio gets nuts. Arizona, because of all the Arizona's math. insane. And just so hot. And, I mean, I'm sorry, Illinois. Chicago's there. Michigan has Detroit. You never hear, like, a lot of crazy stories out of Vermont. You don't get a lot of Iowa crazy stories. But if you had to pick craziest state right now, maybe we should quick question that today uh and this is off the top of my head and i know i'm just fucking uh driving drunk on this one but i feel the need to if you were moving somewhere and you wanted to move to the craziest state where would you go pepper give me phoenix arizona because i know if once i move in there I'll be able to fucking find a meth lab within seconds. Well, Arizona had that great story that if they they uh, they ever lose power, you know, one of those power grids things, that Phoenix will just cook within hours. It will be hotter than humans can uh, stand. It's it's the place where humans aren't supposed to live. It's just science. It's a science city. We got people all over the country. Uh, what is so crazy about your state? 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Now, I'm going to put myself out there right away. I went to Marcus Hook Elementary. Uh, off the air the other day, George Thurgood told me he was afraid of Marcus Hook. And I said, look, I went to elementary school there. And he goes, people Marcus Hook are the only people in the world who dream of someday moving to Chester. And like I, I went, yeah. And then thought, I didn't realize it was a joke. I was like, yeah, sure. 
keep moving up in the world. Why not? It's the American dream. Um, so here I just read this story where the mayor of that town was arrested on guns and swinging around and apparently a couple times said he would even kill himself. He put a gun to his head and said, I don't want to live anymore. And he's the mayor of Marcus Hook. He's already experienced hell. He knows what it's like. He's letting his people down. Uh, craziest state out there. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Travis. You're on the Run-A-FEZ show. All right. Let me start listening off for Kentucky. They put meth labs in caves. They have meth labs in million-dollar houses. They fuck their sisters. The cattle aren't safe. And, are, well, most of the kids don't even graduate high school. How's that go for you? All right. Kentucky, although, you know, anytime I've been to Kentucky... And this is a true story. I was stunned by the beauty of it. It's a really, really pretty place. And they say bluegrass, and you think that that's a myth, but the pictures don't even do it justice. It's There's some beautiful, uh, beautiful stuff there. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Whether it's your state or a state that you visited, what is the craziest state you've ever been to in your life? Here is Adam in PA. You're on the Run and Fetish show. Hey, guys. Uh, i got to go with Texas just because of uh, all the different ways and walks of life that are down there, you know, between guys openly carrying guns on the street, and then you got that, and on the opposite end, you've got, uh, like, Austin, where everyone just seems high all the time. Well, the beautiful thing about Texas is they know sooner or later they're going to lose this whole place to Mexico. I mean, being in Texas is like being out on a boat in a really nice day that has a hole in the bottom. Boom. And you're like, I, it's a gorgeous day, but I know this whole thing is sinking. That's what living in Texas is like. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. 866 Ron Zero Fez. Um, here's Scott. Scott, you're on the Run and Fez show. Ronnie B., I have to say Florida, as you well know. I think you lived down here for like 10 years or something. Yeah, I did but. live down in Florida, and it is not only is it crazy, but the weird thing is you get crazy with it. <laughs> yeah, it's a weird crazy because we got a whole different type of redneck than they do in the South, especially when you get above Ocala, like central to north Florida and Panhandle. It's completely different from the South Florida. And uh, it's the only place we have a guy with cut off Daisy Dukes and a damn wife beater on, drunk, shooting an alligator in the middle of a mall parking lot. It happens all the time. The gator thing is a a gigantic amount of conversation for the uh, the slack jaws. And that's just like in the suburbs, right? Gators will show up. Yeah, but what we're talking about is like people who actually live in the swamp where a gator could, you know... Conceivably actually bust up into your shit. And take your kids away or whatever. So they just wake up in the morning, you know, gator, gator. Like, you ever see one of those movies that people live where dinosaurs are still around? Yeah. So they're always... That's how you are thinking about gators in Florida. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Dan in Michigan. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how you doing, buddy? Yeah, I just got off the phone with my sister. She said a kid in Southgate, Michigan, just committed suicide inside the school, brought a gun in the restroom and just committed suicide. All right, I'm looking that up right now, and it is true. 
At first it was described as a school shooting, but this being a self-shooting, um, a suicide in the school. So you're saying that moves Michigan up a little bit? Oh, yeah. Yeah, South Cape, Michigan is like probably 10 miles south of Detroit there. All right, thanks, man. 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ, 866-RON-ZERO-FEZ. Here's Rick in Ohio. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, uh, I got to give it to California, man. I was born and raised out there in Chula Vista, which is down by the border. I mean, uh, the meth labs and the and, uh, Mexican drug gangs, man, they got, they got it covered, bro. It's crazy. No, you got that part of it. And then you also have, in my opinion, the most cold-blooded white people in the country. It's kind of like white people who don't care if anything happens to other white people. They're very, very different. And people think of them as laid back, but I just think of it more as sociopathic. Just dead inside? Yeah, just dead inside, just rotted out from cocaine use, or maybe even born that way. Maybe it's just generation of generation of it. But the California uh, mindset is a strange one. Here's Eric in Oregon. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, how about the state of Fez's mind? Well, it's sharp these days. He took a couple days off and came right back with a gay story. I'm going to say this. He was uh, laying in wait for it. Laying in wait and ready to go. I think uh, you really have to put Ohio at the top of this thing. Every insane court case is coming out of the Buckeye State now. Steve, you're on the run of Fez show. Steve. Hey, Ronnie, how are you? Good. You know something? I've been sampling this question for a long time on an airline pilot. I fly into every city in America. And i got to go back to Florida, my friend. Okay. That place, we have the wackiest people get on these airplanes. No rhyme or reason. They may look like they're dressed like a million bucks. The next thing you know, I'm throwing them off the airplane. Whether it's the mess, whatever it may be. The people are absolutely insane getting on my airplane out of Florida. Every city you pick at Ronnie B. Sometimes Orlando's the worst, though. Orlando, um has its seediness. Uh, the other strange thing about uh, Florida is since it's at the bottom there and it stays warm, they get every runaway. So the amount of young girls going there just to get out of their bad fucking problems. And they're already fucked up. Yeah, and then they start peeling. Uh, and then, of course, you've got Every fucking psycho killer ends up down in Florida at one point or another. Any drifter, that's where they drift. And there's like a ridiculous amount of drug traffic where guys are coming out of state, going picking up fucking oxys from all those pain clinics. Yeah, then you've got, that's the first spot that you're going to stop if you're bringing cocaine into the country, too. It's going in and out. It's in and out, moving back and forth. And uh, a lot of people who think to themselves, I'm not going to live long. Why not just stay, you know, fucked up the whole time? Um, here is Kevin. Kevin, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hi, Ron. Uh, I visited Oregon, and I'm from the East Coast, and uh, was amazed at the amount of homeless people sleeping on the street, and the weather never changes there. And what would you describe the constant weather in Oregon? Uh, it's 60 degrees, rainy, it's just miserable. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> oh, 60 and rain? Nice. Uh, the weird thing is, why do you have homeless when it's so uh, cheap to get a home? <laughs> it just seems like even the homeless should be able to come up with something. Those guys are really fucking... Uh, Gary, you're on the Run of Fez show. 
Uh, yeah, Ron, I'll have to go with Virginia, my home state. Uh, what other state in the, in the Union can say that they've had a breakout of, of seven death row inmates running the streets of Virginia? Virginia is an odd place. It's um, it's the South, but it's not. There's a lot of money there, and a lot of people that get caught up in any kind of government corruption normally live in Virginia. It seems like Virginia to me seems like people party on other people's money. That's the best way to put it. Like, this is the people who will be throwing these lavish parties and living over their heads, and then you find out that their job is raising money for cancer or whatever, and they're using that cash, you know? That's kind of evil. I I think, to (laughs) me, it's the worst kind of evil. To me, it's the worst kind of evil that you could have. Uh, You can also put this up on Quick Question over on the iBank. Um... Here's uh, Grant. You're on the Ron and Fez show. Hey, Ron. Arizona. My brother moved out there to go to school. In the first week, he had his car broken into. His motorcycle was stolen. He was held up at gunpoint for his money. And he was part of home invasion. Well, Arizona, you've got extreme heat. You've got the weird immigrant problem. You've got Old West meeting new meth. There's problems out there. That's why it's so goddamn nuts. People think like also it was like the kind of the hippie element there too, right? Well, there's a, there's a hippie element everywhere out west now. You know what I mean? Like when you go to Colorado, hippie element. It's just very very strange that a lot of those people that were hippies in the '60s, people oh that disappeared. No, they just moved up into the hills or out into the desert. Uh, Tyler in San Francisco, you're on the Run Fest show. Yeah, Ronnie, million bucks. Yeah. I got to vote for uh, California because we have two separate sections for craziness. Down south, we've got Hollywood and Venice Beach. Up north, we have the epicenter of San Francisco and Berkeley where you can get free gender gender reassignment surgery if you're a city employee. There is a lot of various kind of crazy in California. By the way, this used to be a slam dunk that California would have got it. You know, back when you were looking at Manson family shit. Now it's moved all around. Um, West Virginia uh, is going to be talked about by Mike right here. Go ahead, Mike. Oh, what's up, dude? Yeah, yeah I'd say the fact that like we're a tourism state for the most part, but yet we destroy all of our fucking mountains and all of our landscape. But yet all of our blood somehow goes to the fact that it's terrible television shows about us. Like, that's what we get recognized for. Like, Wild, wonderful whites. I mean, <laughs> I know, man. All, you know what I mean? Like, out of all, it's, that's that's what we're moving. If you watch any of those that? documentaries about West Virginia, you want to drive around it when you go through. And again, there's very pretty country there. Yeah, I forgot the white families from there. And yeah, motherfuckers been up in the hills for generations and generations. It seems nice, but you never want to take a wrong turn. Um, Anthony, you're on the run of fest show. What do you got for us? Uh, yeah, um, I just flew into fucking New Orleans last month, mm-hmm. and uh, flying in, you see how much water is surrounding that fucking place, that all of South Louisiana, those people are crazy for living there. And then after that, you get there, and all the grass is a little bit too long, the trees are a little <laughs> unkempt, it's like nature's trying to take the place back. Uh, it's only a matter of time before... 
You know, if people leave in five minutes, we'll all be fucking overgrown and all traces of human existence will be wiped out. It does feel like a losing battle to keep uh, Louisiana above water. And I agree with what he's saying. There's just something about everything that just grows so fast there. And you should never have to go home by boat. I mean, it just seems nuts. Um, here's uh, here's Ryan. You're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, thanks for taking the call. That's my I uh, would have to throw my own state under the bus as to being Minnesota. We were crazy enough to elect a wrestler to govern our state. And then we followed it up with a comedian for a senator. So that's that's my one there. Thanks. Politically, you are pretty goddamn nuts. I like it, though. Half a Franken and Davis is their senate. <laughs> yeah, but they'll, they're willing to give him a shot. I don't see this as that crazy. He sees this as adventurous. Took old Prince comes out of there, Dylan. A lot of nuttiness. Um, so we have stopped taking people to play our basketball tournament, huh? It's over. Brackets are closed. I just wanted to get in. Brackets yeah. are closed. No, wait, no. You have to be in. No, forgot. Oh, come on. How'd you forget? I go sleep during the library. <sighs> you knew it was March Madness. Yeah, I just didn't know this was March. Uh, yeah, yeah, we're in the month of March. March behind the TV behind me. March Madness has st started. The Bucknell I, Butler game's about to start. You're not in it. I just saw Family Guy. <laughs> Family Guy's been on all morning. That's 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 coming up later. That's the Wichita State Pittsburgh game's gonna be on that channel. I can't wait. Um, Nate, you're on the Run of Fez show. Delaware, just because of this crazy fucks the Duponts. They were, everyone always said that they were an inbred family and they pretty much, everything is named after them or they put up money for it. And then they have, you know, Joe Biden. Uh, Mike, you're on the Ron and Fez show. Ronnie B, you sound like a million bucks. Thank you, my friend. Hey, okay, my home state of Montana, real quick, let's go down the list. We got grizzly bears, mountain lions. Uh, we're sitting on a super volcano of uh, uh, Yellowstone, which is getting ready to blow. We got well-armed militias. We got the crazy Canadians to our north. We produced the Unabomber, for shit's sake. I mean, when people were moving, uh, you know, wagon training it to the west, they blew right through here to get to the coast, and we, we elect to live here. Either that or your, your people broke down. You know what I mean? Huh. My relatives broke down, exactly. It could be just called bragging, uh, like Broken Wagon Wheel Montana. I agree with you. Montana gets a little nutty. You made some good points. Yeah, you like made that. some fantastic points. Montana uh, suddenly is bouncing up. Plus the Marlboro Ranch is uh, there. Eric, you're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, Ron. Hey, Fez. Hey, Pepper. Hey. Um, I worked in Alaska this past summer uh, in Fairbanks and in Anchorage. And in June, in Fairbanks, was 24 hours of sunlight. There was never any darkness whatsoever. So the people are out two, three, four, all times a night. They're so pent up over the winter because it's <laughs> negative 19 and 24 hours of darkness that they literally go nuts. There are people who live in such desolate areas, the police never show up. I've seen on roads biker bars that literally have signs about coming and get raped. There's just craziness. And in Anchorage... Where I work, it's a little more civilized. You have a lot of gang members who get exiled out of Los Angeles. 
walking around, and they got like the bloods and cribs, you know, they, they got all the, the headgear, just walking aimlessly. And that, and coupled with the very drunk Indians who hate anyone who's not Alaskan. They like regular people who were born there, pissed at people who just moved there. Exactly, they hate them, they, and, and they really hate anyone who's just not a the, Native American Alaskan. The other weird thing about Alaska is it does seem like to be in the back of all of our pockets, like, well, we'll just, we could always go to Alaska. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, go, 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 oh, yeah. It just feels like a boat. place for three-time losers. Like, I'll just go up to Alaska, fuck it. Well, all right, there's that TV show, uh, Deadliest Catch, where they just have the fucking Alaskan crab fishermen. And their crews are just guys, or, you know, every one of them's done time or has had some weird shit happen. And they just go up there and get on a boat. And then that's their fucking life. And it's all like weird, scary looking motherfuckers. It's hey, so Joe. sparse in population. You would think that you wouldn't have to run into that many people if you really didn't want to. That's the problem when you do run into them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, there ain't nobody to help you. You know, if suddenly you run into this fucking renegade gang, uh, what are you going to do? Then it's, then you're on your own every single time. This is the same way I feel about Montana. You're just kind of out there. It's the road. There's no civilization around you. I mean, who wants to be in a place with no civilization? <laughs> Nothing. Joe, you're on the Run and Face show. Friday, B, I'm going to Hawaii. It's on a volcano, and it's surrounded by water. You can't even get the fuck off if the thing blows. And tons of fucking really strong weed. Now, the weird thing about Hawaii, too, is the fact that you got to catch planes to go from one island to the other. Yeah. And it can be a long plane ride. They're like, oh, we should go over this other island. It's only an hour away by plane. It's and I'm plane. like, well, I live an hour away from Pittsburgh by plane, but I never think that it's close. Well, you know, they have nothing else. Like, they, they, it's just these fucking, what, seven islands or whatever? That's it. That's all they have. So they they, they have to fucking that, go over this. this is they ought to try to dredge in between there and find them what connects that. And then you can just have a nice one long fucking piece. Um, here's Rick. You're on the Run of Fez show. Hey, how's it going? Yeah. Um, I'd say Jersey, my home state. Just because down south you got all the pineys. It's, it's pretty much crazy out there. Everyone running around with shotguns. And then if you go like central Jersey, like New Brunswick. Camden, Newark. I've seen I've seen someone get their head blown off right in front of me there. There's like murders every day. It's just cars broken into every second. And then you got a lot of extreme money there, you know. You got you got Wall Street guys who are saying, Fuck it, I'm out of Wall Street. I'm just gonna party myself until I die. Um uh, Jersey has uh, in, incredible extremes. Incredible extremes. It's a surprisingly big state. I I, I never like, realized how big it was. I was in this conversation before. David was trying to tell me he thinks it's a small state. I always think, thought it was big, because when I go see my parents, I got to pretty much drive the whole fucking state of New Jersey. But when you get down to the south part of New Jersey, it is a lot different than the north part. I've never been down, down that south of New Jersey. Maybe we got to do a Wildwood show this year. All right, let's go. Party. You're a little long in the tooth for those kids, but okay. Whatever, I'll, I'll dominate. I'll dominate those guys. You look like a rapist. <laughs> it's fine. Well, if I just look like I don't act on any of these things. That's true. That's true as well. Hey, Liz really wants me to take a break. Liz uh, wants to take a break. Okay. 
Florida blown it away in our poll, though. 42% of the vote. The next amount is 9% for Texas. And then a lousy 4% for Ohio. Oh, boy. Florida. Exactly. Florida. Big time. Big ballers in Florida. Well, Florida is also another place where you're like, I'll just go down Florida and die. I mean, just think, there are a lot of healthy people who think, I'm at the age now that I want to just find a spot to die, like in Florida. And they go down there and either get a trailer or a little condo and sit around. Live and, out the rest? Yeah, just live out the rest. Knowing that the only way they're leaving that place is in a box. Yeah, that's going to create just an aura of fucking darkness. It's a death camp. It's a hot, muggy death camp. It's kind of like Auschwitz of the South. And everyone brags about the one fucking South Beach block. Oh, yeah, but there's a lot of partying in South Beach. That place. Um... Here's uh, Luke in Florida. You're on the Run of Fest show. Hey, good afternoon, guys. How's it going? Yeah. Excellent. Well, hey, there's people running around with shotguns in New Jersey. That's interesting. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, yeah. Anyway, Florida, man, you know, we've got drugs, we've got Jews, we've got Scarface, and we've got rednecks. Yeah, them all together. Yeah, got the state, the crazy state of Florida. What are yeah. you gonna do? None of those things should really move in together next to each other. It's a melting pot, except for nothing melts. It's more of a paella. Um, Chris, you're on the Run Fest show. How you doing, pal? Yeah, I would. I would have to say North Dakota. Um, for starters, it was 16 below here this morning, 21st of March, and then we've also got this oil boom going on out here oh, that's yeah. bringing in the worst of every other state. We're getting all the trash that can't find jobs in other states. That shit's getting off. That's yeah. just getting off. There's always an article about some boom town in that one of the Dakotas where you know women can't walk out at night because it's just all dudes mm -hmm. who just fucking live in their cars, make money, and then get out the fuck out of the state. You would think that quick money would be a positive, but it brings a lot of problems with it as well. Yeah, it was, it was one place where there's just a bunch of strip clubs and bars opened up, and just things got really weird and uh, place falling apart. <laughs> here's Joe and Philly. You're on the Run and Fest show. Hey, Ronnie B. Hey, yeah. New Jersey's the center of the universe. If you think about it, anything you could ever want to do in life is within a two-hour drive. I mean, I'm from Philly, across the bridge, I'm in New Jersey, I can go to the shore, I can go to the mountains, I can be in New York in two hours. I can be in D.C. in three hours. Where the hell else would you want to go? Jersey's got a lot of fantastic things that work for it. At the same time, they always got a chip on their shoulder as well. Because a lot of people, also, they're always ready to throw down, or they feel like they're being insulted. Because a lot of people shit all over Jersey. Well, look, I know a guy from Jersey who shit all over his underwear today. And yelled, fuck you with his boss. Thank and he considers that a contract dispute. <laughs> rather than something much more serious. Well, at least he didn't keep the fucking shitty drawers on. Here, here. It's positive. You said that right, brother. You said that right. <laughs> you know, what kind of explosion was in his ass that the bowl couldn't even keep it? Uh, oh, God. I wonder if it... 
I hope he didn't have wasn't reading this Bob Dylan thing. Maybe that's why he gave it to me. Oh no, it is what has it smell. Kind of like Dave's ass a oh. little bit. <laughs> I don't know how safe that is. As long as it doesn't smell like combos, you should be good. True enough, Fuzzy. And on that, let's go to break. A uh, lot to get to today. We're going to get into the March Madness stuff. Jerry Bark is going to be here in a very, very short time. And we'll stay on top of all of it. It's the Ron Fez Show. You're enjoying the Ron and Fez Show on Sirius XM's Opie and Anthony channel. More in moments. Dollar Shave Club, an incredible value, an incredible shave. It's dollarshaveclub.com. You get your chance to sign up, different packages to choose from on dollarshaveclub.com. You just have to check out exactly what you want, what fits your shaving needs. Now, for just a couple of bucks a month, you can have the quality razors that you need and you never run out because it just renews itself. You make sure that you have razors all the time because you're getting a fresh delivery each and every month. You're never going to be without razors again. In fact, I've signed up and you get more than enough for a month's time of shaving. It's dollarshaveclub.com. It's a shave that's also going to shave uh, save you money and shave off some dollars too. So it's dollarshaveclub.com. Don't go out and spend $40, $50 on name brand razors that have all the extras that you don't want. Go to dollarshaveclub.com. It's the best shave you're going to get for the money. Dollarshaveclub.com.
if they say I never loved you You know they are a the playlist today the doors from los angeles california 
The Doors will never die in this country. There keeps on being new albums, keeps on being new books, new documentaries, new movies. It's never going to end. It's an obsession. And yet you can't get people to pay any attention at all to JoJo Gunn. I don't know how that happens. Some people... Well, Michigan State, uh, crushing right off the bat. Yeah. I told you this fucking March Madness was going to blow. It's not blowing yet. 35, what, 10? Uh, 18. Let's just start. And instead of watching this, let's just fucking not waste our time and just start watching spring training games. But no, 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 it just started. It's the first game of March Madness. Where's Bark at? Bark should be here about 20 minutes. You running late? No, on time. I know my good time. I used to go with this. Can you see one of my kids? One of my youngsters. One of my young bloods. Young guns. Um The alright, never mind. They don't have any down there. No. Upstairs. Oh, upstairs. The ice machine upstairs down here. Is, ice. Ice machine down here has been busted for fucking like two weeks. Why are people so obsessed with the Anne Hathaway post that she is just a regular person? Yeah. It was up on the iBank today, and it's Anne Hathaway on the subway, and people seem to be amazed with it, and they're passing it around to their friends. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Anne Hathaway just chilling on the subway, and people people love the Anne Hathaway, and they love to the hate on her. They love to the hate. She, they love to the hate. Just, no matter what she does, they're just going to show over. And yet, don't you think she seems like a particularly nice enough person? I have no problem with Anne Hathaway. I don't know why these people hate her so You much. know what you're doing? You're doing a backlash against the backlash. Yeah, because I think the backlash is irrational and filled with haters. Oh, my God, she got an Oscar. Oh, she planned her acceptance speech. Oh, she changed her dress. So did every fucking actress in the history of the goddamn Oscars. So you're saying they... Uh, they're mad at her, but they also thought that she faked her cunny shot when the movie was coming out. That she purposely put her cunny out there and then acted like she was, I don't know, up above it all. If she purposely put it out there, more kudos to her. Kudos, is that another word for vagina? No. Hey, look who just showed up. Birthday girl. Um, today is a double birthday. Oh. Uh, it's Irish Alki's birthday. Uh, which makes today officially an Irish-American holiday. And it's HTG Day, which I believe is free bagels in some <laughs> deli in North Jersey. How you doing, HTG? Well, let's just celebrate it the Irish alky way. Pour one on the floor. Oh, I'll, I'll gladly do that. I'm, I'm ready to give my whole birthday over. It should be Irish alky birthday only. Don't you just play it down like that. Share it and have the birthday for him. We all miss alky, but every time I see you, it kind of keeps him alive a little bit because they, they had the same birthday. Was it only you two bad. guys had the same birthday or were there more? There were more, but I don't remember exactly who's on this exact date. I know that there were a couple other people with nearby birthdays. Right, and that would all come around together. Yep, there's a there's like 10 people that have birthdays this week. Well, Alki uh, and you would always get together 
and celebrate. So now you got to do a form and you got to stay in a good mood. You can't be depressed about it. Okay. We should. We all felt bad when we lost Ducky, but now we all need to be in a good mood when we think about him. But no, it's true. He he always. I I was never like a birthday party kind of person, and every year he was always like, "Come on, we got to do a party." That's how he says with his birthday. We got to mm-hmm. do something, yeah. and yeah. probably the one. When's your birthday? The eleventh. It's August ninth. I always thought it was August eleventh. That's Hogan's birthday. Ah, Terry Bollea. Okay, real Americans. Okay, that's I get you two guys messed up. Mm-hmm. It happens. As well, a little kid, I was a big Hogan fan. I was pissed that I was born two days off of Hogan. I wanted to share a birthday with him. Why don't you share one with The Rock? I'm, now, as in the whole, I would rush to share one with Stone Cold. Chris Stanley's come back to his birthday. I love this him. is a big one for you this year, right? Three zero. Wow. Three zero. All grown up. No, not at all. <laughs> you get to be cranky like the rest of us on our <laughs> Look, birthday now. I, I'm so not grown up that I, I got I got locked in the basement of my apartment building last night. What? At two in the morning, I was doing laundry, and the elevator apparently went out or some shit. <laughs> at least it went out when you were somewhere. I don't know because. I had no phone on me. I ended my keys, so I'm just locked. The only way in and out of your basement is elevator. There's no. There's a door. Fire there's escape. A, there's like there's like a um there's like a access door to take garbage out, but it was locked. Oh my god! But oh. that should only be locked from the. Uh, so, why why are you guys panicking now? He told us he was already <laughs> I, locked I, in. I'm here. We already knew that he was <laughs> locked made, in. How long have you made it though? out? Uh, about an hour and a half. Oh my god! <laughs> I would have just. Fr- I, they'd find a body. I was just ended up just doing my laundry, mm-hmm. and then there's a like a phone that's like a connection to like the intercom of the of the of the building. Yeah. So I take it off the hinge, and I can hear the the lobby of yeah. the, like the mother front like the foyer of the building, and I'm just standing there for like an hour god. waiting to hear someone fucking walk through the doors and hear the doors open. And as soon as someone opens the doors, I start screaming, "Hey, I'm stuck <laughs> in the fucking basement! This is Chris from the fucking fourth floor!" I'm not crazy. Just open, please. Tell someone the elevator's broken. Please call the super. You didn't have your cell phone on you? I know. I was just going down to do the fucking laundry. I didn't have my cell phone or my keys on me. So as soon as I hear someone fucking walk through the door, I just start screaming like a fucking madman. And how do you let you in through the other door? They, they, they fixed the elevator, and then because uh, it was just stuck on one of the floors, and then it just it, it finally went back downstairs. But my fucking imagination got real weird there. And for like the first like twenty minutes, half hour, I was like, "Am I in fucking purgatory? Is this? Is this? You fucking? went that far with it?" I was it. like, "Cause I fucking hate doing laundry. Like I really right. hate it. It's a fucking giant pain in the ass." I was freaked the fuck out there for a little bit. So you thought that you had died in the elevator, yeah. and your eternity was going to be spent in the laundry room doing what I by hate. yourself. Well, you've got there's always creepy lighting. You got the sound of the machines going. I can totally oh, yeah. see this. And there's did you nothing... even have a clock? Uh, no, the clock down there was broken. So, so you I don't even know, know how much time is I passing. Have no idea. <laughs> or are you dead? I <laughs> see. I thought I was alive when I fucking got that person walking through the goddamn lobby. The basement of my building looks like some sort of Russian prison cell to begin with. Half there's giant holes in the floor. It looks like it leads to a dark alley. There's all kinds of other rooms. I would have been just. I hate going down there to recycle. 
I would never be able to spend an hour and a half down there amongst the rat traps. Yes, you would do it. It happens. No one is going to die because they were locked in a basement. It's just an unpleasant thing to know that you are not free, but Chris showed you the way. Yell for help until help arrives. Well, you also have to occupy your time you with laundry. nothing to do. Yeah, I what do you have to do? You have to wait. Why do you play Angry Birds? I didn't have my cell phone on me. <laughs> Otherwise, I would have been afraid of a temple running up a fucking storm. Um, I felt ridiculous. No, I, I will never, ever go into one of those basement things without my phone. I'll even like keep it on and be on the phone with someone because I'm afraid that there's some... I always think there's a murderer in, in, the, in the laundry room. Well, don't call me because I don't want to hear you get murdered. I can't help you from there. Oh, I'll start hitting nine. I have a theory that if someone's about to murder you and they know you're on the phone, that they won't murder you because they'll think that, you know, they'll be found out faster than if you weren't on the phone. Right. Well, then why don't you just sit there with your video camera on the whole time? Well, because then they could just steal my phone. But if I'm on the phone, then someone knows where I am. And if it's interrupted, might call for help. Uh, hey, Dustin, we got you? Yes, you have me, sir. You Go ahead. Uh, I want to talk about something that will restore your faith in this NCAA March Madness tourney bull mess. Okay. The number 16 seed Southern University Jaguars from Baton Rouge, Louisiana, going against number one shitty Gonzaga. Watch. It is the upset. It was called out yesterday on Around the Horn by Pablo Torres as the upset to watch. It's 161 odds for all you Vegas betters. It will be immaculate. Dustin, I love your passion. I love that you're taking the taking the long shot here, and we're going to keep an eye out on that game. I'll be thinking about you when the upset goes down. See, this is what March Madness is about. This is what this shit talking. Yeah, shit talking. Having that hope of that 16 seed to beat Gonzaga. Come on, man. Well, you know, I don't know. Everyone's already filled out their things now, but in the twelves and fives. The 12s win 40% of the time. That's crazy. That's stunning fucking figures. Stunning. I've known that before this morning. Uh, 40% of the time. My long shot is for Kevin Smith to win the directors. <laughs> he didn't win the playing game, so he, he didn't make the 64. He That's didn't make terrible. the brackets. It's okay. A lot of people are upset about it. I know, but you know what? It's still, it's still best living directors. Come on, people. Jump on in it. <laughs> Can you still get into that one? Yes, you can still get into that one. It's on the front page of the iBank. Yes. And the meme contest is also going on. Oh, yeah. It's a meme contest with young Sam being manhandled with a creepy look on his face. Fucks quarters off his ankle. Love That's me. Flick's quarters. And then there's the Anne Hathaway picture. Yeah. I don't like her. I you know, like Anne Hathaway. You know, when everyone started hating her, I still loved her. I loved her in that um, Rachel Getting Married movie. Oh yeah, I, I that was even, the best thing she's ever done. It was amazing, and I I even liked her in you know all right the prince, Princess Diary things. <laughs> if you have nothing to watch late at night, it's mildly I'm a, entertaining. I'm going to take your word for it because I've never seen it. I didn't expect you to, but then she got she started to get really weird with that Oscar. You know, when she hosted the Oscars, and she just she acted like a lunatic. She acted like a completely. She just. She was selling it. Attitude. She was trying to work. She was but working. Here's the thing. Uh, the Phoenix kid, Joaquin Phoenix, acted like a lunatic. No one hates him. He came back, did another movie, got nominated. 
Nobody hated him. Nobody was rooting against him. There is something about women where we're rougher on women than we are on men. And in particular, women are rougher on women. Maybe, but they were different in the way that they were weird. And I wasn't a big fan of his that night either. But but she didn't lose me completely that night. It's been like every single thing after that. You don't think Joaquin Phoenix acted worse? He was was nuts. Yeah, he was absolutely off the rails nuts. So why why isn't everybody mad at him? Aren't they? Why aren't they spending their time bitching about him? No, people like him again. Very mannequin-y, and like she's always looking for like that moment. She seems very fake. I think that's what bugs me. Here's what I believe it to be: women hate women. They're rough on women. True. Because here, Pepper, you don't hate her at all, right? Not, not at all. I don't hate her. You despise her. I think that men like women for one reason. I think that men who still like her don't like her for her personality. If she was overweight and unattractive, then they wouldn't like her. And I, so, but it's not a matter that I like her. Or don't I just don't have any feelings about her more than anyone else. I she certainly doesn't gather on my attention oh, or infuriate me. She bugs me. I think that subway photo is staged. How is it staged? Because well, she looks great in it with her sunglasses and everything. She's a movie star. She's gonna look. It's <laughs> Anne Hathaway. She's gonna look great no matter what. And it's just, and she knows, peep. There's a hate out there for her, so she wants to look like a regular person riding the riding the train. Do you know what's weird? There's People nothing. People ride the train because it's faster. There is nothing in this picture to suggest that, and yet, like because I can picture that as possible. You know what I you're getting? More. You're getting a fez brain. Shit. Next, you're going to just bring up any gay story that you could find or leaving um, Pepper out to fucking hanging Pepper out to dry. All right, I'm going to give her another Come chance. On. No. Not on your birthday, HTG. Come on. I'm going to I'm going to give her another chance. Come on, not. Not on your special day. Uh, why would not you that why special. No, it's your special day. It's really No, it is. It's, it's your special day and everyone's ruining it. No. No, everything's getting better. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know what's always um funny to me is like you will see a lot of adults who decide that they're Come on in. I got a special lunch for HCD on her birthday. Oh. Get out of here! Yeah. Wow. That's for you. What you is like it? That? These are um, this is from Jack's wife's Frida. It's downtown, and they have Portuguese steak sandwiches that oh, seem to be getting a lot of heat on the internet in New York City. What do you so, mean they're hot? No, like good. They, people are liking them and loving them. <laughs> so what them. are they? They're Portuguese what? Portuguese steak sandwiches. That's really nice. Wow. And we got special dessert too. What's a special dessert? A cake? Uh, Beard Papa's uh, specialty cream puffs. It's an odd thing for a birthday. Well, it's, it's, a, it's a birthday Are you, are you moved? I'm, I'm incredibly moved. I'm sh- and completely shocked and surprised. Please this eat. Is, this is aw- steak. This is awesome. Thank you. Everyone enjoy themselves. Look at Pepper. Running the show. It smells amazing, actually. Yeah. Come on, eat up. It's delicious. I never even heard of this place. What's it called? It's called uh, Jack's Wife Frida. Jack's Wife Frida? I've never heard of it either. Odd name. And where'd you hear about it? I heard I, someone went there. I know went there. And, uh, well, I do like wax, uh, <laughs> like a little wax bag that it comes in. This, this seriously, this smells ridiculously good. And it is just simply steak on a roll. What's a nice delicious. butter? It's a nice burnt steak, a little bit, but in a good way, you know, like burnt. No, ends. It's, it's actually it's amazing. 
Thank you. Um, Kevin, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, buddy. Happy birthday, HTC. Hey. Thank you. Um, I used to like Anne Hathaway until that movie Havoc, and she was such a slut in that movie. I stopped liking her. You liked her until you saw Havoc? You're <laughs> fucking crazy. That's the one reason to love her forever. That movie's the know, shit. It's, it's so weird. I've never had a character, like, do that to me, so I'm kind of embarrassed to say it. But anyway... You can't, be, you can't be more embarrassed than me admitting to the Princess Diaries, though. Havoc was her best role. Her and Bijou Phillips hanging out with those Mexican gangsters. Love it. And sure, there was a gangbang going down. And yeah, she took her top off a bunch of times. Also, younger Joseph Gordon-Levitt in that film. As a really bad wigger. I never heard of any guy not liking a woman actress because she played a slut. Haters be hating. That was a crazy call. I never expected that. It's just a role. I, I think if, if you're going to set out to hate somebody, you're just going to hate them. <laughs> now, this steak is... It's real steak. Yeah. Just on a roll. It's not like a steak sandwich. It's like getting a steak and then wrapping a roll around it. It's nice to buy a roll, yeah. It's a pretty good roll, though. Um, here's, uh, yeah, it's excellent. Nick, you're on the Run and Face show. Yeah, hey, didn't Bonnie? I just want to make a comment about... Uh, that JoJo gun you were talking about, it's a shame more people don't listen to it. Like, you know, that Avalon song that Jay Ferguson sings, it's just awesome. So I just appreciate you bringing it up. All right, my friend, take care. Um, <laughs> here's rocking. Matt, you're on the Run and Fed show. Uh, first, before I get to my point, Ronnie, I got to say, whoever's on the phone does a killer job, man. He's uh, receptive and actually sounds like he gives a shit. Who was that on the phones? Matty Ice. Matty Ice, yeah. Oh, man, I was so hoping it would be popcorn. <laughs> I knew who it no. was before he even said it. No, the last time I called it was popcorn, and he sounded like a brain dead. Well, you know, F word, so. Okay. I'm, kidding. I'm just kidding. But, uh, hey, how could Pepper leave Guy Ritchie off this director's list just for the simple fact of the innovation of the way he shoots? I don't think he innovated all that much. And yeah, he's made, the same he's made the same fucking movie a, a bunch of, like, three times. And he made yeah, a movie I'll, Revolver, I'll, which was such an utter piece of shit, I lost <laughs> all respect for the fucking guy. Yeah, but I'll give you that. But, dude, you got to admit, Snatch and Lockstock, I mean, Lockstock especially, it, dude, it brought a whole... It's Lockstock and Lockstock too. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know. You didn't like yourself. that one that he did with Madonna? Where she <laughs> was on a boat? <laughs> Didn't see that one. No, really? No. Dude, you got to. <laughs> Is that fucking nuts? Yeah, you'll just sit there and go, I cannot believe. All right. I like a fucking... This was an idea. I like a really terrible movie. But yeah, but if, if anyone ever sees Revolver, the Guy Ritchie film, it's just the biggest clusterfuck of a movie. Who did Layer Cake? Layer Cake... Because it's just Vaughn. like the other ones. Matthew Vaughn. And then Guy Ritchie does the Sherlock Holmes ones now, right? Yeah, he's on that franchise. He's doing well for himself. Money to be made, my friend. Money to be made. Now he's doing The Man From U.N.C.L.E., which is exciting. It's like a 60s TV show. I'm doing The Man From U.N.C.L.E., the Sam Roberts story. <laughs> Give that memes. God, he looks so strange. Sam does in that pit in this fucking screen cap. Looks exactly the same. I don't know, but but just shrunken. Smaller, yeah, He's, it could be it could be him just kneeling down <laughs> next to this woman. Just give him a hair. If you gave him that haircut now, I, it's amazing. 
Get your meme and special prize on the line for the winner of the meme contest. We'll have Problem Child on DVD signed by Gilbert Gottfried. Sam should sign it too, maybe. Yeah. Let's get Sam's signature on that. Mmm. <laughs> it's a good steak. It's a lovely steak. But you do have to chew the whole steak down, Pep. I, I swallowed a big chunk of it. I didn't stop to chew. What's on your mind today? Oh, there's so there's there's just so, there's so much. I feel like my brain's about to fucking explode. It really. Oh, did you see this? Um, Gerard Butler. Someone gave him a fucking giant Spartan hat, and he lost it. Yeah, I did see that. I don't know. I don't think I like it. I think it's weird. I don't know how I feel about Gerard Butler because I didn't like that that three hundred movie. I wasn't a big fan of it. And. That's also Frank Miller, who he's in the shitter as well. I think this was staged, honestly. Because why else would he fucking do it? Him and Anne Hathaway. It actually makes him, to me, look bad. Like, <laughs> yeah, a little bit. you know, you're like, oh, look, I'm pretending I'm in the movie again. Send Matty I sent to us. I Ice know Man. he liked to talk a little bit about March Madness. Tell you one thing, he picked Val Spryo, wherever the hell it's called. <laughs> Go I definitely use um, the Matty Ice Cheaters Guide, or at least tried to use it for my picks. I forgot about it. I just rushed through my picks. Now, Matty Ice, after you ate the five slices uh, the other day, now I'm interested to see how many steak sandwiches you can eat. Go for it. Matty Ice is going to be my big eater. I could eat a lot. He houses shit. He, yeah, because you're, he's six foot five. Huge. And he's 314 pounds. <laughs> that's all muscle. Just about right. Yeah, it's pure muscle. That's right. How come you never invite Maddie in to do your uh, sports shows with you guys? Oh, because you end up yelling about jizz instead of doing sports. <laughs> we talk about sports and jizz comes up sometimes. You can always come hang out, Maddie Ice. Thank you. How's this pick going for us, huh? I, I didn't pick them. It was my ultimate long shot. I did not pick them. Well, you know what? I'm all about the ultimate fucking long shot. <laughs> the message that told me that. That was going to make money. You're 0-1 rushing into this thing already. Yeah. It said, first what? sentence, first sentence, I'm going deep on this one. How is it it's 18 not 35 be... now? Why aren't they scoring points? Because <laughs> they're facing the three seed. Bullshit. This fucking March Madness is almost ruined for me now. They're averaging nine points a quarter. Why are you bitching? <laughs> Why wouldn't I? You picked that big of an underdog in the first round, and you only did one bracket. Did you at least like make? A He's got him bracket? going all the way. <laughs> oh, no, He's got him winning this thing. I got Kansas State winning this. Still, thing. you didn't change Kansas no, State. No, I didn't change Kansas State. <laughs> he begged you. He begged, begged you to change Kansas State. I don't need your begging. <laughs> all right, we'll see who's smarter after this thing's all said and done. We will. Because <laughs> you don't need steak. Oh, I'm. I'm just gonna wait a bit. Oh. I you do that at dinner? No, I, I well, I try. I tr I don't like really hot food, and I mean just physically hot. And I know these are warm sandwiches, so I'm letting mine cool down a bit. I just How do you enjoy like cold food. So he says, "Bear for your heart." 
Well, then they should do a test study on me because I think they got plenty of evidence there then. Yeah, I just like it. I, I love a piece of cold steak. Mm-hmm. Well, oh, it's got you warm. Is, I mean, I understand not wanting it like super hot, but warm. It's still soft. It's still got texture. He, went, he wants to wait until all the... The fat congeals? Yeah, the fat congeals. <laughs> um, it starts to go bad. No, it's perfect because the roll's the right amount of soggy with just enough of the... You know, it's not too soggy, but it's got some of that... Steak juice. <laughs> oh, now's the time. Are you telling me that if you if we were all out at a restaurant and we had steaks, you would just sit there while we ate our steaks and wait for it to get cold? Well, usually, if you notice, I I usually tend to go to the sides first and let the steak cool off some as much as I can. So you like hot potatoes and hot vegetables. <laughs> you just don't like hot steak. They're the lesser of the two hot evils. I feel like my head's going to explode. This is crazy. Yeah. I've never heard anything like it. I mean, I know people like who don't mind eating it once it gets cold, but never people who prefer it. No. I'm the one who wants my food as hot as it could get. <laughs> the pizza, I want it on top bubbling. Oh, yeah. That's, that's how I Careful, like it. though. You could hurt yourself. I put mine in the freezer as soon as it gets <laughs> delivered. I wouldn't believe you, except for I know you've said that a lot of times before. It just seems impossible. Have you ever done that thing when you're drunk pizzas? Everyone's trying to eat fast so they get it, like you're with your buddies. And then the next morning you wake up and there's burns on the other side of your mouth. It's fucking raw. I, I'm like, I wake up, like, what What just happened? Oh, All no. because you want to get one extra slice. <laughs> so drunk and hungry. <laughs> Actually, today's my first day. Oh, I, three days ago, pizza mouth burn. It's my first day I can eat again. Um, Joe, you're on the Run and Fez show. Hey, Ron, I know why uh, Fez is not eating right now. Why is that? Um,. He's afraid that HCG is going to make fun of him again. Let us rock! Oh, yeah. And that was your birthday, too, right? Oh, my God, was it? Yeah. No, that was, that was someone else's birthday. That wasn't my birthday. Whose birthday was it? Gosh, was that after Medieval Times? That was Eastside Dave's birthday. No, I think it was I think it was Casey's birthday. Oh, okay. Mm, okay. Um, okay. No, I was not making fun. I swear. I have oh. sworn for years. I oh, was not. It was birthday. I didn't know who said, okay. I thought it was the lettuce wraps that you were making fun of. I was not making fun of them. I thought they looked amazing. And I said, oh, lettuce wraps. I do have a terror. Since then, I've noticed I do this to people. I point out what they've Here ordered. It's Jew. It's a Jew thing. <laughs> it's Jew. <laughs> and it's not meant in any way to be insulting. Oh, okay. It's a Jew thing. The only thing you I want more than that. what's on your plate is everything that's on everybody else's plate when you're a Jew. Hey, uh, Brad, you're on Run Fez. What's up, Ronnie B? Millie hey. What is this with Fez? He doesn't like hot food all of a sudden? How long have you known him? All of a sudden, forever has been like that. <laughs> but you've always eaten with everybody else. Lately, you're like, you guys eat first. I'll eat later. Jerry Bark is here? Yep. Send him in. Did the, uh, did Pips get some food? I don't understand what you said. <laughs> Pips, Pips has some food. Why don't you wait with Fez? Why don't you just wait with Fez? That's good, Fez. You're missing out. I feel bad about it. 
but it's really, really good. Well, 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 Mr. Jerry Barker. Good to see you, pal. Good to see you, too. Good to be here. It's wow, Jerry a, bought me a laptop. This I is know. a good birthday. What do you have? Best birthday ever. By the way, on your laptop, what do you have? What are the stickers? Uh, let's see. What do I got? My kids do this. They even scribbled on it. Mm -hmm. um, sure they did. All right. I, I did the scribbling. <laughs> <laughs> they sound like good kids. I'm sorry. Happy birthday. <laughs> um, Kevin Durant. Uh, Mariano Rivera. Batman, the Lorax, or is that the Onceler? You never Wunsler. hit your kids? <laughs> no. Okay, that's your move. <laughs> They're going to keep doing it then. Nah. I drew on the bomb side of the fucking coffee table once, and my fucking mom lost her <laughs> shit. And no one's ever going to see it. I was just calling anything with a crayon. I was drawing crazy shit. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? One time when I was really fucking little, we had this table that sat like this, and then it had two... Like things above it where like flowers would go. It was like a coffee table. And my mom came in and I was setting up on the front of it playing wagon trade. I was just like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's so funny when I even think of it, like she freaked out as if it was some valuable table. But you know, what I mean, like even as a little kid, I felt like we had knock around stuff. I felt like it was okay. Jerry, eat a little steak sandwich for yourself. Would you like to wait till it's cold? No, no, definitely not. Oh, this is you know what would be great, Fez? If you just great. took it without even making a thing so everyone didn't <laughs> have to bring up. Just say, yeah, pass me over the sandwich. Then we wouldn't know whether you were no, nursing it or not. And you'd be a fella at that point. Matty's house another one. He's fucking loving it. Okay, go for it, Matty. Make sure the other kids get to eat, too, though. I mean, you eat yours. I'm just saying. Do they have some, Chris? There's, there's more than here that I left in there, but I'll throw in some. I'll add, I'll Pips, more back here. are you eating right now? I uh, ate already. It was really good. I got it's one eating too soon, and I got the other one not eating at all. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> um, I never even heard of this place before, but apparently it's the hit of the internet. And it's all for, we didn't know it, a big surprise party for HTG. And also, everyone else gets a birthday cake, but you're getting a birthday popover or something. I don't know. Cream puff. All right, birthday cream puff. Ah, birthday cream puff. Hey, who wants cream puff? Well, they're so, your favorites, right? Mm -hmm. So then that's perfect. They're my very favorites. Uh, since I can't see over the bags, <laughs> but, Jerry, since it is March Madness... I know you wanted to talk about next year's Notre Dame team. Yes, so. I think we could. Brian Kelly had his first press conference <laughs> this week for spring football. We could really begin to break it down, really get into it. Who did you pick to win this whole thing? Now, first of all, let's just look at Jerry and see if we can guess. Hicks, who would you pick them? Hoosiers. Oh, I, you gotta give he's corn-fed. I could see him doing that. Um, what do you have for him, Matty? I'll yeah, Indiana yeah. also. Indiana also. See, if there was a big Catholic school, I think that he would go in that direction. You excited about the new Pope? I, you know, I don't, uh, I'm not necessarily, I, I'll wait and see what happens, to be honest. You don't I have mean, to it's wait. Not, the world's I mean, already in love with the man. Uh, and he's yes. going to end hunger. He's going to end hunger and child abuse. 
Yeah. He's uh, kicking the gays out of the church, going with outsiders. The gay mafia will no longer rule the church. And he has said, I want a poor church for poor people. I love that. No red, love no red shoes for him. The devil, he says, those are devil shoes. Yeah. Uh, who did you pick as your I picked whole thing? Louisville to beat VCU. All right, I, oh, I got Louisville VCU too. in the championship I game. Got VCU in the championship too. So VCU is going to go out in the first round. Yes. and yeah. fucking destroy. You, there you have it. Anyone who has VCU going anywhere, I we officially jinx that. I picked Louisville to beat uh, Miami. All right, this whole thing. I now I'm going to go on though for the rest of this time, Louisville, <laughs> as a way of giving them a nickname. Big Lou. I'm surprised you didn't pick the Indiana, though, because I, I know you do like tradition. I do like tradition. I think it's great that the Big Ten is um, awesome again this year. It reminds me of back in the early 90s, late 80s, early 90s, when you had the run of Jim Jackson and Damon Bailey and Steve Smith and Calbert Chaney and the Fab Five, and it was actually a, it was a great conference to watch games, and Glenn Robinson, the big dog, was there. And uh, it's a great conference this year, but I just I think Indiana, if taken out of their game and made to play half court, they'll mm -hmm. lose just like they did again twice against Wisconsin this year. And I do think Tom Crean is crazy, their coach. And if if you're a Hoosier fan, he's good crazy. But other than that, you might think he's an asshole. Right. Yeah. I don't know if you can be from or in Indiana without being an asshole. It's possible. And then he's married into the Harbaugh family. So he's got the <laughs> inti that sense. intensity gets ratcheted up even yeah. more. Wow, could you imagine if they get another big win? Uh, it'll be Harbaugh, Harbaugh, Harbaugh stories. Wow, that'll be very cool. He here's a guy. I don't. Know, here's a guy who they won the Big Ten title outright, beating Michigan on the last Sunday of the regular season. Mm -hmm. And they so they their first Big Ten title they won outright in twenty years. And he goes after the assistant coach of Michigan, Jeff Myers, at center court. Screaming at him, you you wrecked our program. You wrecked our program because Myers had been at Indiana when they went on probation, which really paved the way for Crean to get the right. job. And I was talking to people in the Big Ten and people who cover the Big Ten this week, and they said a lot of the reason they think Chester PA's own Bo Ryan, who's coaching Wisconsin, why he got the Big Ten Coach of the Year, mm -hmm. it's because all the other coaches hate Crean. Right? Think he's such a jerk, which I don't think is necessarily a bad thing for you, but just little little of the drama. To follow. You know the steak sandwich, man. I don't want you starving over there. More? Eat up. Yeah. What's the name of this place again? So good. My mother's outdoor Somebody's something. Kid. Jack's wife, Frida. It's a very <laughs> strange it's title. really weird. Where is it at downtown? Uh, on Lafayette Street. Lafayette Street. Yeah, Lafayette Street. What? <laughs> How's it supposed to be? What? Pick the one. Give us the first round upset for you. Then we'll go over to Maddie. I think the Minnesota over UCLA, and I'll also throw in uh, Cal beating UNLV because it's a home game for Cal pretty much, and they already played UNLV this year. But Minnesota over UCLA, 11 over a 6 and a 12 over a 5. Uh, what do you got for us, Maddie? I actually have both those games, and I think that Oregon might win also as a 12 seed in the first round. Wow. He just what? raised me, huh? Yeah, he look just raised you. Look at Matty Ice. Yeah, <laughs> look at Matty Ice. Is not going to play it so conservative. He's a fucking wild man. You guys that's, had Valpo, though, right? That's why I don't. That's why I did. Took his fucking advice. Why? And just, just shorten I, it to Valpo. Just I shorten really it to Valpo. Valpo. That's I really passed. I just checked all. I put up three brackets that I fucking.
fucking picked them in every one of them. Fucking yeah, yeah. I didn't pick them. Yeah, I thought you did. It was I got large. the name stuck in my goddamn head from the other it was day. Your head from this fucking guy. It was my biggest long constantly. shot. Jesus Christ. Hate this bracket. Why would you put a little, your biggest long shot? Because you don't think they're gonna win. It's the giant killer said, "Yeah, put someone on there." I thought they were gonna kill. I All said that three. I, that, I took your Davidson win. giant killer pick over Marquette. That that's a that's a good pick though. Marquette has uh, they were the benefit they they took a, a part of the Big East title in the regular season, but they were the benefit of Big East plays an off balance schedule, so they didn't play a lot of good teams. You know the the cream of the crop this year, and they didn't they were awful on the road. They couldn't win away from Marquette, so they actually scores. that's actually a pretty good pick. I too picked Oregon though, just so we're you know. So, <laughs> so I, so we're I call Got that it. raise. Got I call it. that raise. I have Oregon too, right? What the fuck? So we're screwed. But go balls. Oklahoma State's got that locked up now. All right, I went over mine. All I can do is go by higher seeds. Who's <laughs> ever the higher seed in everything I take? I feel really good about it. That's smart. I call it Ronnie B. Seeded. Why not? That's the way the seeds work. It's a better pick than what I did. I not only picked them to win that, this game, but I picked them for the I, one after that, too. I'm not like 0 for 1 Chris Stanley over there. Listen, the game's not over yet. I mean, it's looking it's pretty over. bad. Yeah, but it just ended. Matt, just, I mean, here's the thing, though. You're picking Valpo. Yeah, Michigan State's Jerry. playing at Auburn Hills. Tom Izzo is like he can walk to that from East Lansing. They're Michigan State's playing at home. Great. National championship coach goes to all kinds of Final Fours. Hey, but if you if they won, you'd have been a genius. The man's beloved. I didn't win, Jerry, so now I just feel like shit. <laughs> hey, just think of yourself as a loser with this. I, I, that's, I already had that thought. All right, I'm going to throw this out for you too, Jerry. Uh, that game last night, which you were also texting me. I had you text me and Eastside Dave texting about everything else in the world. <laughs> One is... Says he likes sports. The other one actually likes sports. Oh, we all love sports. During this fucking Cleveland game, Dave is writing to me, The Master was the best film last year. <laughs> he had a couple. Make sure you get the Rolling Stone with Bob Dylan. It's tremendous. Then he has the balls to act like he bought it for me this morning. He did. Forgetting it. <laughs> He's texting me last night that he's reading. <laughs> I got you a present. I hope you don't mind. You what, want... this thing with your fingerprints from last night all over it? He had to carry it here, didn't he? <laughs> Wanted to make sure the full article was there. Uh, when they were so far ahead, Cleveland was so far ahead of Miami, we were already laughing that LeBron was going to come back. We knew it. Yeah, you and I did. Yeah. but if you And I was flipping back between NBA TV and ESPN. Yeah. And every pundit on there, well, the streak's over. They were already... You know, already done with it, huh? Oh, my, Jalen Rose. Well, they're going to lose tonight. You know, Dennis Scott and Nate McMillan on NBA TV. It, it was it was hilarious. And you and I are sitting there like, oh, this is just another kick in the balls to Cleveland. Yeah. And if you, I didn't realize it would be that fast, like within five minutes real time. You actually wrote to me, oh, my God, it's by nine. And I'm like, not anymore. Yeah, was, by the time I got to his text, that was nine away, they were tied up. Yeah. It was, it was And the time it takes for a text to arrive. They're raining fucking points. It was a 32 to 5 run, I think. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Now, here's the thing. It does kind of make me think that they can't do the streak. They can't get to 33? No, man. they got to do that ten more times. I think 
I was surprised at how much people underestimated LeBron and his freakish determination because, you know, we didn't believe in it until they won last year. I mean, I was the guy right. touting LeBron all the time, saying how great he was last year. Mm-hmm. Nobody was really listening. Um, and then, uh, but I think he, we found the new Jordan. I mean, this guy is unbelievable. We should just embrace it and enjoy it, see how far it goes. To come back, I mean, that's still a pro team. But here's playing. the, yeah, here's the, exactly, it's a pro team. And that's why I'm saying I don't think they can do the streak because the teams are just too good to have that happen every night for another 10, 11 games. Now, the thing is, and I was talking about this today, it was fun to root against LeBron mm-hmm. and it's fun to root for him. That makes him bigger than a game. Either way that you go, you're still thinking about LeBron, whether you hate him or don't hate him. Yeah, absolutely. And it was fun to hate him. I I don't think I hated him as much as I enjoyed hating him. Right. It was was great to say, here's a guy with so much fucking talent, and he choked. Mm -hmm. And now that he does, you can't hold that against him anymore. You got to still go, there's a guy with that much fucking talent. Yeah. It's It's phenomenal to watch him. It's great for the game. He is. I was surprised they doubted him last night. I, I, I really was surprised they were ready to, with, you know, 17, 18 Well, they, minutes they don't want to risk ever looking bad. They're always going to play a conservative on those things. Like it was midway through the third. He had seven points, five rebounds, two assists. Then he had a triple-double all of a sudden. He had 25 right. points, I think, out of, out of nowhere. He came close to having a triple-double for the second half. He had second-half numbers that would have been all-star numbers. Um it was. It, it wasn't quite a triple double, but was close yeah. to it, uh, which is not all that unexpected. You're just like, yeah, he's fucking great. Now, That's the game. Do you, do you have goes. NBA TV? Yeah, yeah. I, I think it's a big coup for those uh, league specific uh, networks to have something like this because they didn't have full coverage of it, but you could cut in. Right. And see, they were doing cut ins to see the live action, which I think is interesting in the world that you know. I, in the world of sports media, where ESPN has had such a lockdown and these other networks with their uh, rights to games, but here you have, you know, this is a what a, a Wednesday night game that nobody's really interested when they looked at the calendar. Right, and exactly all of a right. It's like, boom, NBA TV's got it. And you had to, if you're into this, which you should be if you're a sports fan, you were watching NBA TV just to see, you know, what kind of live cut and you could see of what was going on. It was certainly one of those things that, because even if he lost, he would have been laughing and saying, look, Cleveland broke his streak. That's something for them. And now you got the streak going on. But no way. No way can they do this another ten times. It's too fucking hard. I wouldn't I wouldn't doubt him now. After seeing a few of these games and seeing... When the is the plays, last time they lost? 48 days ago or something. February? Yeah. February is the last time. Ridiculous. Because outside of... San Antonio and maybe the Knicks. It's not a hard schedule to come up for them. It's pretty easy. They got Detroit on games. Friday, Bobcats on Sunday, Magic on Monday, the Bulls on Wednesday. Bulls are, are, are yeah. tough also. The question is, does Derek Rose come back for that game? And if he comes back, what kind of chemistry could that? I mean, that'll be yeah, the, I, the storyline of that. Yeah, I, I can't. It, I, I, if I was him, I would come back for it no matter what. I mean, I think it's better for the game. I think it's better for everybody is if you throw everything at these fucking guys. Nobody lays down. If they're going to break this record, make them work for it. And, you know, the guys from Cleveland were calling last night. 
uh, or this morning, and they're acting like, well, he got some calls in his way. Yeah, the league should also be doing that. You know what I mean? The league should be doing their best, and then every home court should be fucking rooting against them. The league's got to be so excited about this. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But he didn't get 27 points worth of calls. That's exactly <laughs> yeah, what I, mean, I said. <laughs> you know, happen. you were 27 points up, so I can't hear about a bad call <laughs> at the end of the game. But yeah, the league should be treating LeBron the way he deserves to be treated, like he's elite. Same things they used to do for Jordan. You didn't go touching Jordan, and Jordan could touch you. That's the game. That's how it happens. What's your score now, Hicks? Ugly. 52-31. to 31. Michigan State. Oh, they're right in it. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it, Jerry. I picked Michigan State, so I'm pretty comfortable right so now. So I. Yeah. Mm. At least Butler's up. I got that going for I me. I booked Nell on that one, actually. Good. I fucking <laughs> hope they get blown out. What's the score of that game? Uh, Butler 21, uh, Bucknell 14. That seems close to this one. Just a couple touchdowns. I know how to do math, all right? <laughs> can you? Yeah, I can. Because I don't think you would have taken the fucking this, <laughs> this team if you could. <laughs> I don't think you would have done that to yourself. Math doesn't control. <laughs> Bucknell was yeah. a, a big trendy pick to beat, you know, Brad Stevens and Butler, yeah. who's been to the Final Four, been to the championship game a couple times. Stevens, he's got he hired an assistant, which is to believe the first assistant, who's a statistical guru, kid out of Duke, that um, basically does kind of metrics on their practices and the rotation of their substitutions and the plus minus of those. Big article on SI this week, but it's interesting how much stats have, you know, you, know, you were talking about it yeah. yesterday. You know, stats have crept into basketball as a, a mainstream type thing. The stats have gotten so bad that guys don't want to take the late shot anymore. They don't want to take the shot at the end of the half because they don't want their shooting stats to come down. And that used to be the fucking greatest shot that you could take. Like, make sure I get it because I, I like to fucking yank from way back down here. That's the only reason to play CYO ball. That's terrible. The thing is that in the NBA... A half-court shot yeah. does not count for your average if it's time running out. So how close does it have to be before it counts? I think it's past half-court, it said. Okay. I say anywhere, though. I say anywhere, any three shouldn't count against you. I, I'm just done with the metrics and all. I, I think we're just inundated with it. It annoys me to it no end. It never will go away. And I think it's good for baseball. I, I do think it's good, and you know, I don't know, Matty Ice. I know you're a big baseball guy and knowledgeable there. Maybe I don't know what your thoughts are on it, but I think football, too many variables in that sport to actually track it. And basketball, I can see some things, but it's just I, I don't know. You got There's something about the human being that's got to get up there and perform. I agree in the too, man. And the one thing, and I don't care what sport it is, clutch. Clutch is what it's all about. If you're looking at anybody's stats. Uh, let's say baseball, because it's easiest to do that. And you got, you know, a 200-hit season. But if most of those hits are coming against under 500 teams and teams that you had either a big lead against or you were losing big to, because a lot of guys get loose. Like, hey, we're down. I don't give a shit. I'm going to fucking swing. Oh, A-Rod? So, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm going to swing. So none of those stats really matter as much as it's wet-ass time the game is on the line. My thing has always been, give it to Fez Watley. The pressure is on. Beat him. Let's get it to Fez, no matter what happens. No matter what goes on. And those stats cannot be fucking judged. Now, there's also the Chris Stanley stat of, 
I'll just start talking about nothing. I don't give a shit. All right? Let me get the longest shot I can fucking bet my, right my now. My fucking averages are just shit. <laughs> They're just in the fucking tank. I know it's something right now, too, today. Dave has no respect for you as a person. Dave's a fucking scumbag. Well, exactly. That's what I was getting <laughs> well, to. See, we, we have a, a contentious relationship. <laughs> we fight a lot, both off and on the air. How come? I don't know. I think it's just our personalities might not mesh well. Even though when we're drinking together, it's all fucking fun. <laughs> is it just you, or is it you and him and you and him and everybody? Because when I heard he was yelling at his boss like that, I don't know. He's got a temper on him. We all know that. I'll fucking get right back to him. Yeah, no. You're <laughs> always ready for a fight. <laughs> Maybe what you ought to do is kneecap the son of a bitch one day. <laughs> You know, especially when you're getting along good. Oh, okay. Say that was for a fucking couple weeks ago. <laughs> uh, so, Hicks, are you picking, uh, do you think the streak can stand for I the think, heat? I think it could stand. Um, obviously, the Spurs are the fucking big hump. They're the thing that's going to fucking I don't think they're going to make it to the Spurs. I think they'll make it to the Spurs. I think it's too fucking hard God, to do it every Spurs. night. I was actually looking at this. And, you know, what makes you think it's easier to win in basketball than it is even is in football? You know? Well, <clears throat> just the game. Just, just the fucking, just, you know, the, the bigger amount of games. And But playing every two nights against really good teams and you're flying, it's a tough fucking thing to put off. To be able to get it up every two nights, yeah, tough. Yeah, that's the problem. Because after the Bobcats on Sunday, they're going they're going to Orlando, then Chicago, then back down to New Orleans. So that that's going to be fucking really rough. A lot of travel. Yeah, They is. get to play Miami at all? That'd be nice. They get a couple fucking home games. No, and then they're going to San Antonio from El from uh, Louisiana playing the fucking Spurs. What do you think if Popovich sits his stars? He did it earlier in the season. The league fined him for doing mm -hmm. it. I think that'd be hilarious. A ton of money to if they him. came there. And he's just like, ah, Tony Parker's coming back from injury. We'll sit him. Timmy I would Duncan, fucking you don't love need to it. Play. Seriously, I would ah, love it. Would be it. great. I would be the biggest fan of him then. Um, look who it is inside Rock Jenny. Is there one team that fucking Barca likes that I that I would even agree with him on? Come on, with what? Ron and Notre Dame. All the, you're such a. I can't. I just can't take it anymore. Jack. What? What is your problem? You know you love me. <laughs> I I love you, but your choice just killed me. I hate LeBron. I've never liked them. I, I don't know why. I can't figure out why. And then the Notre Dame thing. It's just. And you're a mush. I I just I can't. <laughs> He really likes the Cowboys. Yeah, I think the Romo thing is going to really work out for them. Hey, don't say that. Fez will get mad. Romo! <laughs> oh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I Romo! I you know, there's it. a thing that goes on. I know you're not aware of this, uh, Chris. Yeah. But there's a Twitter flirt that goes on between Barca and Hard Rock Johnny. <laughs> oh, my God! And if I did not see how poorly... Barker reacts to homosexual activity. <laughs> I would think that he was gay. You didn't see it with your own eyes. Yeah, I saw how vicious you are. You react to it. Barker just ignores me now. I do. I've always loved Hard Rock John. I think he's the. He's just got a real smooth demeanor from a distance. One day we might actually meet in person. By the way, what Barker calls gay activity is eating the cold steak, and he goes, "Trust me, dude. I don't eat the cold steak." <laughs> Um, Johnny, are you involved in the March Madness, or are you too busy yeah, yeah. with rock shoes? Uh, 
No, no, I got my famous dancer on hold through the tournament. I actually have my TV on in my office, and I have my watch app on, and I'm watching two games right now as I'm on the phone with you guys and doing emails. Fun. By the way, they don't they say every year we have to read about how much American yeah. business is supposed well, to go the down? The Economist had a yeah. had a piece that said a hundreds of millions of dollars in productivity is lost. Really good. good. Fuck, Fuck it. Who cares? See what I mean? He's just so cool. you work somewhere else. I could be just as productive with the TV on, though. I don't know why that's a big deal for anybody. Especially with basketball. I mean, it's kind of an ebb and flow. There's not like, you know, it's like you're not totally have to be glued to it at all times. Well, you know, that is a good point that you know second quarter. Mm. Even like last night, a little bit of a blowout. Don't worry, it's all going to come back together by the end of the yeah. game. We don't have other games like that where it feels like, don't worry, you know. Because there's plenty of times when you say to yourself, hey, it's the fourth inning, we ought to leave, we're getting crushed. Mm-hmm. 90, yeah. 95% of the time, you're right. There are always those things of some late comeback. But most of the time, if you're the kind of guy that wants to watch a win, you know, you can get out of there. So, yeah, but basketball does come back. Yeah, they're the only one. You guys are talking about the travel schedule for basketball. Yeah, we, we. I used to work before I was here. I was in hotels, and we used to do it. It's really funny the stark differences between the different sports and the way they travel. Like basketball, they, those guys they come off of their bus, they go to their room. That's it. Like they, you have to have like five Belmont on to take their luggage. They're very, very prim and proper, and kind of where we used to do hockey teams as well. And the hockey guys would get off the bus, they'd grab their bags from underneath, they'd get their own room, they'd walk up to the room carrying their own bag. Like Basketball, definitely a little more prim, proper, and a lot more needy than hockey or baseball. Football is a little bit needy as well, but not as bad as basketball. Basketball players are the worst when it comes to the travel accommodation. Wow, that's pretty. It's a strong indictment. Well, yeah. The thing is, you have less of them. I dealt with all four of them. I dealt with all four of them at work, and they were definitely the most high maintenance there were. That was it. By the way, now we know what hot uh, hotel you worked at in Jersey, too. Um, But, you know, when there's less people, you you actually can pay more attention to them, and then they get used to it. Football, Mm -hmm. how many actual stars do you have on a team that expect anything? I think even a lot of guys still have to double up in football. Oh, yeah, they double up. And then, Johnny, they have security, too. Lock it. Now, I don't know with, with the other sports, but I know with football... You, there's a. They usually have team personnel security locking down their floors on the hotel. Yeah, absolutely. And they like hockey was the one hockey we had. They were always roommates. They had you know the guys that they roomed together on the road. Um, basketball was definitely all solo rooms. Um, it was just my favorite part about like if you get a team like a basketball team that's the time and they send stuff to the cleaners. Some of the suits that come back would be the I've ever seen. Like Anthony Mason. This goes way back. I remember seeing a. Canary yellow three-piece suit coming back from the dry cleaner. There was no question whose suit that was. It certainly wasn't just a regular hotel guest. <laughs> that went on for nine and a half yards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was. I used to always tell those guys I shopped at the other side of the store that they would shop at, and uh, some some of them would get it, some of them wouldn't. It was big and tall. He just yeah. He's on the big not side. Anymore, some, not of them, some of them got it though. Yeah, some not them, anymore. But some of them did. Now he's on tiny and and petite. 
up in the in the ladies section. <laughs> Johnny, you ever stopping in here again, or you start hating us now? No, no, I love you guys. Why don't we bring you in so you can flirt with Barker face to face one day? Ooh. Doesn't just have to be That'd online. Be nice. Have a makeout oh, fight. Happy birthday, by the way. It's good, Jay, if you're still there. Bye. Thank you, Johnny. The race was close within 16 points. I'm feeling pretty good. There's seven minutes left. You're on the way. While you double down right now, call your bookie. Double fucking down. <laughs> All right. If they do, it'll be the most exciting thing that's ever happened to anyone. That would be really depressing if it was true. That would be the most depressing thing I've ever heard. How come they don't make a deal with Alpo when you look at their shirts? That school's mismanaged. <laughs> <laughs> the entire school. Yeah, they don't know what they're doing. Their branding is totally off. <laughs> and all your Michigan State facts will look like shit during that I comeback. Oh, please, just, just make everyone else look like shit and me look great. And the Big Ten, too. The Big Ten goes down, too, with that one, too. How great is the Big Ten? <laughs> the Big Ten is the greatest thing that ever happened. Hi, everybody. Um, it's Barker Sports. Well... <laughs> Marco, who did you say you have to win? Louisville. Ronnie? Uh, me and Barker are in the same uh, boat here. Yeah. We both picked Louisville. Me too. It's, it's uh, a lock. It's, really a, it's a it's, lock. Johnny picked Louisville too? I don't too? know. I, yeah. I think Your Miami boyfriend. I think Miami gives a little bit of a challenge. That's I who I got, got too. I got uh, them in Miami. Yeah. Miami get no respect. I mean, uh -huh. if Duke, they're, not they're getting a one seed, Duke here. or North Carolina win the ACC outright, win the tournament. And they'd definitely be one seeds. It's a, it's a no-respect right. situation right. for them. With a the guy who's been to the Final Four with George Mason. Right. And on top of that, they have their, I think, all five starters are seniors on that team. They've been playing together for, for four, which is unheard of in basketball. But they've never played in an NCAA tournament. That's the one thing. They, they While they have the experience of playing together, the team doesn't have tournament experience, which, you know, how much that matters, we'll find out. It's all about the pressure. When the pressure's on, get the bottle Watley. That's always been my thing. <laughs> Put him on the stick right now. Wherever you want, yeah. Wherever he is on the court. I don't give a shit. He could be laying down. Put the ball in his hands. You'd play him at the two guard, though, right? Oh. Shooting out coming off yeah. the screen. I definitely have Pepper at power forward. I think he's banging onto the boards. <laughs> give I'll fucking eat him up. Give well, him, yeah. here's the thing. He's going. The fouls are going to come so fast and furious. Oh, think he's out? <laughs> I think we got to protect him. I'm going to pull him in and sit him for a couple quarters, no matter what's happening. you got to ration that playing yeah, time, yeah. that enforcer playing yeah. time. He's going to play less time than anybody else. Now, you'd run point. Right? Well, I'm going to have to. You know what I mean? I'm going to have to right now. I'm on my game after Rasheed Wallace. <laughs> and that that guy's the man. Now, Rasheed Wallace. Matty Ice, Rasheed, is he starting? Yeah. Huh? Oh, Matty yeah. Ice is a starter? Yeah, Matty Ice. Rookie starter. That's nice. That's yeah. Nice. Nice well, role. we need a big man under the boards. Somebody who's yeah. got the cool head. Uh, there's going to be a lot of tip, a lot of junk balls. Yeah. Where he just comes right back <laughs> up with it. Now, would you, would you take... Eastside Dave and Earl, would they make the roster? Well, I, I got Hard Rock Johnny. Now that he's dropped the weight. <laughs> nice you know? guard off the bench. Yeah. Bob, I'm good if I can box out a little bit. I still got some to do that a little bit. You have to take Earl on the team, right? Um, yeah. Well, you know, the thing that's going to surprise you about Earl is he's not as good as you would expect at basketball. He's like an eighth man. Dave won $1,000 off of him in a basketball challenge. But Dave can play. To be beat by Dave is not uh, an embarrassment. 
because Dave is actually can play. And actually would like to play him now because Dave is in, as he said, negotiations that he's left his job for a while while he's negotiating. Dave's the only one left negotiating, apparently. No one else is negotiating back with him. Do I need to break? <laughs> we got to break one more time, yeah. Because I got Liz going crazy over here. Really? She's losing her shit, huh? Yeah. We'll keep on uh, losing it. Johnny, talk to you later, buddy. All right, boy. See ya. Um, hard Rock Johnny. Stop in one day. I'd like to get you two lovebirds together. <laughs> so hot. If you had to gay up, and I know you said you'd kill yourself first. <laughs> but... <laughs> He cut his dick off, then kill himself. He's so anti. Why? These are all direct quotes you guys yeah. have. Because <laughs> he, he makes your sure manifesto. Uh, <laughs> it, it, what about for you, Hicks? Kill yourself or gay up? Oh, fucking. I'll just rip that aorta open and spray blood. Seriously, you'd kill yourself? Yeah, no gay. Matty Ice, no gay way. up or kill yourself? I don't want to die. So what would you do, gay up? <sighs> yeah, I guess so. Answer. <laughs> well, now we know, Maddie. I didn't. Uh... He wants all the dicks. <laughs> Very exciting. Whoa! Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> Whoa! Jizz. <laughs> that was the reason. The uh, jizz. Um, here's Chris in Indiana. You're on the Run Fest show. Hey, Ron. Hey, uh, we turned in our practice today at work, and uh, one of the girls I work with, she, I asked her who she picked. She said Miami. I go, well, why'd you take my arm? She goes, well, LeBron James is a really good basketball player. I thought she was kidding at first, but she was dead serious. Um, yeah, girls are stupid. We and watch her walk away with that money. <laughs> hey, anything can happen. You really, there are a lot of people that win the office polls yeah. because they're just like, well, I've been there. <laughs> I like that place. My nephew applied there. And they win because, you know, you, you're throwing fucking darts here. You're throwing dice. How you doing, Chris? Down 19 again. I was booking okay. no with uh, three minutes. Uh, Butler's up by one. Over All right. Now. Come back, kids. Yeah, the uh, ESPN actually gives you a little exclamation point that says one of your brackets has a pick in danger of losing. And I've got a whole <laughs> bunch of me a lot of exclamation points. Holy and shit! And we're two games in. Panic! Panic! <laughs> and Wichita State and Pitt have started. They are tied up. We're like a little the shockers. Yeah, we're like a little ESPN home zone here. Never take the underdog in the first game of a whole series because it just feels Why like not? everything's <laughs> fucked. You just you don't you feel like you can't recover. It's the first game. You can recover. Yeah, there's so many fucking games. It's gonna be okay. Look, Chris Stanley uh, recovered. He's back already, looking towards the future. Mm -hmm. Uh, obviously, Matty Ice hasn't recovered from the gay rumors. Yo, those They're are all out of years. My bracket's fine, though. Yeah, your bracket's <laughs> fine, but everybody thinks you're Fagala. They're starting to call you Fagala behind your back. No wonder he's fucking Fez's favorite little one. Oh, yeah. Fez likes him some Matty Ice. All right. Likes him some shaved. He does an excellent, excellent job as an intern. He's nice. got a nice ice, as they say. Shaved ice. And Bucknell's gone up by four. <gasps> Damn it, Brad Stevens and Butler. How's Valpo, Chris? Uh, Nineteen. <laughs> they're hanging in there. They're definitely going to finish. They're ice. definitely going to finish it out. 
Yeah, they are. They're going to finish the game today. Yeah, they are. So we can take that away from them. And then they get to relax the rest of the tournament. Yeah. You know, have some fun for themselves. Yeah. Um, all right, well, let's break here. We'll be back talking a little more b-ball. And anything else on your mind in the world of sports? Talk, you know, a little NFL offseason if you want. You know, Erlacher gone from Chicago. I know, right? Unbelievable. The end of an era. Business. Business. So, I like to see guys retire with their team, though. But even legends haven't done that. You know, Tarkenton. Well, he did. He went with Minnesota. He was, was with the Giants, right? Or was that? Well, I have it reversed. Did I almost. I think he went Minnesota Giants, Minnesota, Minnesota again. Uh, but you know, there is some like Montana. Th- uh, Montana, if you see those pictures, you can even look back to the OJ pictures. Looks weird. San Francisco. Namath with the Rams. Um, Johnny Unitas with the Chargers. Ridiculous, right? Yeah. So Emmett I mean, Smith looked ridiculous in a Cardinals uniform. Well, but the thing was, he just wouldn't quit. You know, he was done, and he wouldn't quit. He wouldn't stop. I think Erlocker's worth more than $2 million. I think some of these other guys, not Montana. Montana made it to an AFC championship game. Right. Um, but some of these other guys, if you want to stay with that team, you got to be willing to take less money, but for them, it's about making money. For us fans, it's about well, they, some they sort have of loyalty. To make money. They, it's fuck. They make like compared to the athletes, they're fucking making dick. But are you mm. going to feel bad for a guy when he gets offered two million dollars? I take it. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's There's your two million dollars. That's the difference power between you and Dave. <laughs> Dave fuck you. <laughs> right, let's break. We'll be back and pick this up. Right, a Fez show. Ron Bennington. Right. All right. Tez Wally. Yeah. This is the the Ron and Tez Show. She lives on Love Street. Lingers long on Love Street. She has a house and garden. It's around a Fed show. Jerry Barker sitting in with us today. Uh, we're going to have a paternity test to see if he is the father of Matty Ice. Because uh, you have quite a few kids of your own, right, Jerry? I do. How I many? do. I have four. Damn, ridiculous right in now. today's age. Yeah. What are you going for? Eleven? Uh, I, I'm sticking with four, though there has been uh, some rumors and talk. Uh, that kind of has freaked me out a little. Right. Led to some cold shouldering. You know, maybe. What scares you? Uh, Never uh, getting out from underneath this debt? <laughs> <laughs> it's not, it's the, uh, I get the kids ready in the morning and I love them. And, uh, you know, it's, uh, it can be a little stressful. When you're repeating yourself 75 times. I've never gotten the kids ready in the morning. I never could pull off something like that. Like if my chick was out of town, kids got the day off school. <laughs> there was always a lot of kind of that stuff. Like, you know what? We're not doing meetings. We're going to do something funner. We're going to sit down and watch Quentin Tarantino movies. Everybody come on in here. This one's called Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> I wish I was making it up, but I'm not. That sounds awesome. Yeah. And, um... Even later, they go, hey, how come we never watch, like, slasher films? And I go, because you were worried about us? I'm like, no, they blow. <laughs> slasher films are fucking stupid. I turn you on to good movies. So, no, I've never pulled that off. I have a lot of respect for you if you can get the kids ready in the morning. 
thank you. I, yeah, I, if it goes morning till night, there's a threshold I have. Like if my wife has, you know, parent-teacher conferences or something, and then I'm like, and we're we're like, we eat organic, and the kids have fresh vegetables. If I'm doing dinner though, it's like, let's hit the drive-through. Right, we we're got gonna a do DVD a pizza. player in that minivan. <laughs> you know, McDonald's. We're getting things done. Movie in. Look, everybody, we're getting things done. See, <laughs> I'm getting everybody on their schedule. Um, um, why don't you sleep in your clothes? That way, when you get up in the morning, <laughs> easy. But I don't think that men are. I know some men claim they can do it, but across the board, I don't think we're a match. Fathers can never match up against women. They're just too good at it. I agree with you 100%. I have a thing that I like to do on the weekends. I call it weekend dad spotting, where I will see the father with a daughter whose hair looks like straw <laughs> and a really bad pigtail thing set up. And I crack up every time and I go like this, weekend dad. Now you got custody this weekend, huh? That's the one thing, like I've told my wife, my, the girls are just over two, so their hair right. is getting longer. And I'm like, you got to do that before you go to work. You, I mean, you have it's to. It's too I hard. Just, Cut it off. <laughs> Cut it off. Just I'm, shave it down. I've been saved by winter because I'm like, I'll just put a hat on. I'll like mess it with my hands. Right. Put a hat on. Oh. They'll think it was a hat. You got to talk them into how the short-haired look is in because <laughs> you know, it gets naughty and and you try to take a hairbrush to a little and, girl's yeah. hair and she'll scream because it hurts. But women do. They will comb through their tears. They will comb while the little girl was crying, and a man was like, oh, that hurts? Well, let's just We're good. stop it. Yeah, Pick tail it up. All right? I'm going to put it up on top of your head. It's a very hard thing to pull off. Chris, you don't think you already have your own kind of ch children's phobias, right? Yeah, I, I don't like, like, if there was children in the room, I would feel very weird. I don't like being around kids, and to have some of my own. You don't think you'd feel better if it was your kid? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't like children. I think it's different when it's your kid, though. I, I once, I it's mean, so once you, if you get to that point where it's, I think it's different. Because I was like, I don't think I, you know, I, I earlier in life I thought I'd never have kids. I'd be fine with that. Mm -hmm. I know a lot of people who thought they could never. You know, they said the exact same thing, and then when it was theirs, they became like the most devoted parent. Well, once you, it's like anything else. Once you know somebody, then it's different. Then they're not children or kids. They're your family, yeah. right? But it doesn't mean that you've done it better. It just means that you're probably a pretty good friend or whatever. Yeah, no, the, the, the distaste for kids definitely is different when it's not your kids. Because I never did get around to liking other people's kids. Well, you I mean, when, have to, though. When people would show, like, other kids would knock on the door, I'm like, no, they're not around. I would just lie. <laughs> no, they're not here. Because they would come in and be just, to me, they seemed obnoxious. Well, Somebody man. else's kid screws up in Little League. You're like, you shitbag. Cost us the game. What? That no, I would never do that. I would never do that for a kid. That, that went too hard. That, that seems like the hardest part of having kids to me, though, is that you know you do have to tolerate their friends. Yeah, it's terrible. <laughs> that were raised by other people, not like the way you would raise kids, and yeah. you got to like them and be nice to them. And then, like some of those kids that you meet, they're like so sad that they want to hang out at your house. You know what I mean? Too much, and you have to say to yourself. I can't send this kid back there, you know? I gotta let him hang out, because it's too awful. Because, like, their house sucks? Yeah, their house sucks, <laughs> or you know that... They don't really get a cooked meal. Yeah, I mean, there's just some people... There's some kids out there that they just look so lonely and sad, and then, for whatever reason, your kid likes them, so you're just like, yeah, okay. What are you gonna do? You gotta put up with it.
I, I was a mainstay at somebody's house. I mean, my, my home life didn't suck, but my mom worked all the time, so I was a mainstay. I mean, I was literally had a, a seat at the dinner table. And it was oh, good dinners, man. We sorry, had like, steamed cake. vegetables, some chicken cutlet. Yeah. I remember it. Yeah, it was you, awesome. yeah, that was like everyone else's fucking family. <laughs> I had a lot of friends like I had a lot of friends who had kind of broken parent homes uh -huh. and you know not only would they come stay at my house all the time but they'd come over and just talk to my mom if I wasn't there mm -hmm. and just be so happy to sit and have a mom And figure. the weird thing is you do you you could think now like oh I wouldn't let that kid stay around and hang around too. but when it happens you're just like yeah okay Corky <laughs> Come on in dude she was my confirmation sponsor. My buddy's I, mom ended up being my confirmation sponsor. She was your first MILF. Did you, <laughs> oh, dude, did, no. did you wish she did was you, your mom, though? No, no, I love my mom. My you mom was out working her ass off right. for us. But you still showed her your report card, like, look, see how I'm doing, Mrs. <laughs> Mcillicuddy. You know, we're all here. Love me, right? Look, you <laughs> no, got a moment, B plus. We went one time in the summer. I hadn't been to church because I was a caddy. I'd, I'd work on Sundays. I hadn't mm -hmm. been to church for like seven weeks or something. And we went to church on a weekday in the summer or something with her. She wouldn't let me receive communion. She made me go to confession after mass. Yeah, that's proper. <laughs> but that's, I don't like people a, who go up for communion on a sin soul. Just fucking don't do it. What's the big deal? Okay. I don't understand why people want to act like, hey, it's no big deal to take communion. If you don't believe in it, then just don't do it. I like the wafers. It's disgusting. It's actually the flesh of you got Christ a nice, by them. Yeah, you got nice, actually. You got a, a, yeah, Metaphor. actually. No, it isn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> scientifically, scientifically, it's actually the blood of Christ. In your mouth, it turns into uh, flesh. Scientifically? And, yes. Oh, wow. This is physics. No, chemistry class. It's not physics. It is <laughs> physics. Science. No, it's no. Catholic physics. Yes, I've yes. heard it from people chemistry. who are, are are scientists, and they say it physically turns into. It can't be tested, but that is not a metaphor to the Catholics. Oh most Catholics, though, didn't they do a survey recently? Like in the past couple of years, they don't. They didn't actually know that that was a Catholic belief. Most Catholics were raised by fucking half Catholics. You know, they weren't raised in, with the fear of the church. Most Catholics hold on to one thing, no gay marriage. And then other than that, they don't care what else happens. As long as those gays can't get married. Sorry, Matty, I don't want to hurt your feelings about anything. He's steamed. I know he is. Yeah, butler's up seven, dog. Bid, Papa! Mm. You're pulling for butler, huh? Yeah, that's a butler. I got fucked over by Val Sparrow, whatever the hell I Val Sparrow. Val Sparrow. You got it right. Sabaros, yeah. Sabaros <laughs> that a, a big chain. loss. Oil? Jerry, what else do you want to talk about sports-wise? What's happening out there in the world? Uh, you know, I like. we were talking a little bit about um, Marshall Henderson of Ole Miss. Absolutely. I mean, this guy, there, there's exciting players to watch in this tourney. Some of them will only be playing one game. Marshall Henderson is probably going to be one of those guys, but this dude is the biggest character out there in college basketball. Um, he's the guy in the highlights doing the, the land shark to his head. He's gator chomped to the Florida fans. He called the SEC coaches losers for not putting them after he won the SEC tournament MVP. And on Twitter, he's got one of the more hilarious Twitter feeds. Like People told him to, uh, one guy tweeted at him like, hey loser, why don't you go out and get a DUI? And his response was, you know, I ain't got one of those uh, yet. I got bitches to drive me. 
Nice. And he's got a... Uh, I bet he does have those bitches. Well, yeah, I'm just repeating. He I'm is not... hilarious. <laughs> All right, HTG. Now I feel bad. Now I really... Well, you mocked the Valparaiso thing, so... <laughs> But uh, but he's got you know like he does this thing White Girl Wednesdays or something like yeah, it's, it's just really out, nice. outrageous. <laughs> what do you think? Is oh, outrageous? Now, now we're gonna be proper. Now no. we're now I missed funny. No, here's the thing: blacks and whites together. This isn't 1958 anymore. Okay, it can happen. I'm just we all really, drink from the same water fountain. In the sense of reporting. Whoa. Retelling what's going on. This guy is a character. It's like Carlin, and he's gonna, and he's gonna be going up against, you know, the redhead of the tournament with the Wisconsin Badgers, uh, Mike Bruzewitz. When's this game? That's tomorrow, twelve forty. We'll yeah. watch it live. Yeah, so that, that's a definitely a first round game that I'm looking forward to. Who are you picking? Wisconsin. I mean, after this all kid, this hype. Well, this kid get. <laughs> give me, give me White guy. Girl Fridays tomorrow, okay? Because I'll take them. Did you already bet? Did you already have yours in? Maybe. <laughs> I mean, I think it's odd that the SEC champ ends up a 12 seed, but I think defensive. I think the Big Ten is physical. I think that's the issue. The Big Ten. <laughs> what team is like White Girl Friday? Why don't you Ole just? Miss. I picked Ole Miss still. I, I How did. do you go against Chester's Bo Ryan? Because I'm from fucking Chichester. Uh, I rooted right. against those guys every I was born in Chester, but grew up in Chichester. Well, I actually I took Wisconsin, so that's right. I got baby. Wisconsin in the finals. Really? See, I, they they could they could sneak up on teams. My concern with Wisconsin is they scored fifty one points against Michigan in the second half of a game in the Big Ten tournament. Michigan's an awful defensive team. Um, for 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 an elite team, they play very poor defense. Um, Wisconsin though has had games this year where they've scored like thirty seven points in a full forty minutes. 38 points. So I get worried about them doing that. But um, They if, like to uh, slow it down. Well, yeah, and they, they play a good old-school, fundamental, man-to-man basketball. You know, and they play very physical. And a lot of these games, the matchups and how the flow of the game uh, will be determined by how much the refs let go on. Uh, hold on, Jerry. Sorry for me to concentrate because Matty Ice keeps doing the jerk-off sign behind your behind back. Behind me? Yeah. 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 The whole time that you're talking, he's giving the universal like, jerk-off sign. Is he I guess that you're running the... on a little bit and he's not buying all the hype. By all means. What What do you think, Matty, about what he was talking Bring about? It. Or were you just fucking sleeping? <laughs> Did you just fucking... I have Wisconsin winning that game. Yeah. Yes. All in Wisconsin. Is it saying the white boy is fucking going down? Or white girl, whatever? White girl Wednesday. Yes, white, white girl Wednesday is going down. I what do you want to know? The beard popper or a cold steak sandwich? Even after these steak sandwiches got cold, Watley hasn't eaten. I know. I, I've, I saved one for Fez, and he doesn't want to eat it. Come it's gotten on. very odd. Come on, have some. What's to believe and what's not? God damn it. Well, he's not even answering. So something's happening over there. Oh, you got another big move for us. The Michigan game tonight, Michigan-South Dakota State, Nate Walters against Trey Burke, a matchup of uh, some top scorers, Big Ten Player of the Year and Trey Burke. Michigan was a number one team in the country for a while, and then they dropped. Um, I think they finished, they, they're 5-5 five and five or 5-6 five and six in their last 11 games. So I think they win this game, but it'll be an exciting game to watch. You're not going to see Nate Walters after this game, so he's be worth checking out tonight. Hicks, are you going to try to watch every game? 
I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give it my fucking all because I got all the, I have the feeds on my computer, so that works out nicely. Everything. Strings. You're not worried that you're too filled with cream puffs. I, I might have to take a nap <laughs> many, and miss some part. How many cream puffs is in that? This might be the fourth one. <laughs> you actually, I saw you come over with distaste. Take the last one. Like you just looked. <laughs> he looks at it like. Fuck, why do I have to keep eating cream puffs? Just the addictive personality. Just no in, one's making you. In every every part of my life. <laughs> they taste good, though. They're delicious. I know. Really do you like good. to slow it down with a smoke in between, though? Oh, it'd be great. Let's start smoking <laughs> in here. Butler up 51-42 over Buck. <laughs> Big ups. Things are looking good for me. They are. Well, I should taste the Val Sparrow out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> like it was a fucking giant load of jism. <laughs> You know, I just want to bring up something about you and Dave. I yeah. want to make it in sports radio. Yeah. Now, you can see Jerry. He seems like a professional sports guy. Oh, very much so. But Rob Cross said to me today about you two guys. He uh -huh. goes, most guys could work their entire career. And this is, no, this is a straight shoot that I'm talking about. Yeah. And never say or hear on the... We're on the radio, the word jizz. <laughs> and he goes, it's constantly on that Saturday night show. And he goes, no matter how many times I try to explain it to Dave, he just doesn't listen to me that you're never going to be that show if you keep talking about jizz. It does come up every now and then. And... I think I think we'll, we'll we'll tone it down eventually, but just you have if you say it once and then it's just fucking sorry and then it's just like it goes like so quickly. Why don't we work on you not not bringing up jizz or not discussing jizz? That'll be your thing. Why would that even come up so much? It happens uh, every show if you listen. Lost in your jeans. <laughs> so I without you. I don't even know why that even came up. <laughs> Chris, I had to point something else about Jerry Bark. It was but nothing but a goddamn rabbit's foot to us, all right? Oh, this oh. kid's a fucking seriously. <laughs> oh, He's been nothing right. but good times. And two of his heroes came in this week. Delaware's own George Thorogood. And then who was the other girl? Julia Stiles. And he loves them both. I had no idea. And you don't invite him in for either one. I had no idea he had such love for these people. A walk of water, seven miles of Bob Wow. I get Thurgood. Julia Stiles? I don't know. She just, I find her quite attractive. Aren't you a little bit out of her age bracket? Oh, yeah. No. She's like, what, 32? No. She's 17. <laughs> mm, a few months Maybe then. you're confused about who Julia Stiles is. She's going on 18, though, right? Uh. Go well. They're all going on. <laughs> There's your girl. Yeah, I I think keeping your pants, Barka. I find her tremendously attractive. Hmm. Well, you should watch that blue show on AO uh, on fucking YouTube. Oh my god, that first episode of <laughs> later one happen. of the episodes. She's just talking while she's taking a piss. Oh, and that one you have to put in your adult fucking password for pee. <laughs> yes. That's <what> <laughs> It'd be a great book for you to write. There's a, there, there is a book. Everyone yes, poops, so it could be the sequel. No, could be the that's sequel. Why I said Com it. Companion piece. That's companion it. piece. I have that one. I, I might have even read you it recently at night. So anyway, kids, everyone poops. That's it. <laughs> Don't feel bad. Um, Dave is working on a book called "Some People Jizzies." <laughs> it's gonna be huge. Uh, 
Everyone poops and then throws their underwear away. <laughs> uh, Mike in Baton Rouge. Mike. Hey, buddies. Not only do Dave and Pepper bring up jazz nonstop, even the puppets they work in Chinky the Puppet brings up jazz nonstop. Chinky the Puppet's a character. Uh, tell us a little bit about Chinky the Puppet. <laughs> oh, all right. See, Megan Lochte, you know, Ryan Lochte's sister. Yeah. She went on, uh, like, a internet uh, talk show and started bringing up all this racist shit and called, like, Asian people in Be when she went to Beijing. Yeah. They called them chinks. Like, really, she was being blatantly racist. Right. And now, see, Chinky the Puppet is a character of Megan Lochte's that comes up on the DMX Sports Program XL show occasionally. Chinky the Puppet. So that's as close as you guys get to sports. <laughs> no, it's all sports, all the time, but sometimes a character will pop up. I.e. Chinky the Puppet. Well, it doesn't look like Dave thinks that his negotiations are going to end soon since he's booked the next Friday with Earl in here. Yeah, and and the possible, some sort of physical challenge. That he wants to do. <laughs> he thinks it could actually put a bandage on his fucking wounds. Push-up contest is always good, right? Something like that. Push-up contest, uh, slap fight, you know. If you had to do one of those, what would you do, Jerry? Slap fight? Are you a good slap fighter? <laughs> no, I'd probably do the push-up contest. <laughs> I choose Russian roulette. <laughs> I'm feeling yeah. lucky. Why do you do this? If you ever find yourself in a contest against Hicks, try not to smoke or eat cream puffs. Put cigarettes and cream puffs in front of you, and the first person who says, fuck it, breaks, <laughs> loses. <laughs> mm. It is good that you realize that you're a, your addictions... Are gigantic. Yeah, and everything. And every, and it doesn't matter what it is. It's just come on, give it to me until it hurts. <laughs> <laughs> the funniest thing There's ever some homo. was the disgust that you looked at the last screen puff. <laughs> just ah. I guess I'll eat this. Any other sports happening out there besides basketball? Well, you got baseball starting up, which. Is more Matty Ice's territory, I would say. You're not a baseball guy at all. Oh. I like baseball, but I'm not. Um, wouldn't claim to have, you know, a great deal of knowledge. Then you wouldn't it. get along with Thurgood, because all he wants to do is talk about I baseball. I know, he was great. He was great. You knew coming in right off the bat, yeah. he, was gonna, he was here to have a good time. That was terrific. Well, why wouldn't he? Well, that is true. Why wouldn't he have a nice time? He fucking feels good about his life. I don't know another guy who's taken a bunch of cover songs and made a 30-plus career out of it. Yeah, and and the thing for my age group, you know, when you had those Columbia House things, he was one of those discs you could always get, and of mm. course you love Bad to the Bone, and that was kind of like your entryway into hearing his other music, you know, which, uh, it was just pretty neat. Well, to, to me, he's always the entryway for white kids into the blues, that you could hear mm -hmm. that, and then go, well, who wrote these other songs? Who's John Lee Hooker? Who's fucking all these people? Who's Omar James? Who's Chris Stanley? What up? Old blues man. But the, it looks like the Detroit Lions are going to continue to not be a good football team based on their offseason moves. Reggie Bush? Reggie Bush. He's an every down back. You guys ever listen to W uh, to the Fed in New York City? Yeah. yeah. We have their program director on. I used to work with him when I was over at K-Rock. He's listening to us here. Uh, today, he used to go back and forth between the two stations. Hey, man, what's happening? You're on the air. 
Hey, Ron, it's Mark Jerkoff. How you doing, Mark? I, I want to hire um, Dave and Pepper because we're tweaking the format to go for the demos. We definitely want more jizz. <laughs> okay, jizz. Wow. Mark, guys. that could be perfect for you. I want Dave and the Jizz God on taking uh, taking this for the overnight. Okay, let's go. By Steve Summers, huh? You know, I just, the smooth is out. Jizz is in. <laughs> <laughs> Why could this call be real? <laughs> this is the fantasy. <laughs> this is the fantasy that you guys have just spoken out of. I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a whole change, and we're going to be on the front of it. People want to hear about jism. They just, they love it. <laughs> Half the goddamn population has it inside of them. All right, I'm going to let you in on how some of uh, these things are going uh, on our director's contests. All right. Uh, the Rodriguez and Ang Lee is way closer than I thought. Wow. Very, very close. David Lynch and Peter Jackson. Nice. Uh, Sam Raimi and Sophia Coppola. Close. And Terry Gilliam, Gilliam and Rob Reiner, very close. There are some of these, Gus Van Zandt and um, Jonathan Demme are very, very close. I'm going to give you some that aren't close right now, though, and I won't tell you who's winning on it. Um, Martin Scorsese <laughs> and Josh Whedon is a lot further away <laughs> than you would expect. I will give you this. Okay. This thing, and I won't yeah. say who's got one. Just a clue. One of them has 97%. David Fincher <laughs> yeah. and Bobcat. Not as close <laughs> as you thought it would be. Weird. That's not going as close as we expected. Um, Francis Ford Coppola and William Freakin is not as close. Oh. As part... And the Steven Spielberg George Romero... <laughs> Not so close. This is zombies are very big right now. Up on the eye bang. It's who is the greatest living director? March bracket challenge right on the front page. And that's all first round action where you can vote up until Monday when we'll announce who took the first round matchups. Alright, here's one that is our furthest distance of all. Uh the Cohen brothers and Richard Linkletter. Um I'm not saying who has what. Yeah. But one of them has 99% of the vote. Yeah. They're running away with it, whoever that may be. Whichever one that may be. Uh, one that isn't close at all, and 94% is Robert Zemeckis and Quentin Tarantino. And that looked like a, an upset right now to me. Oh, my God. What? I was surprised at how much you guys really embraced Forrest Gump. Earlier, that you really thought that it was, you know, I may think it's the worst, the worst thing that's ever happened to the human species. Laughing loud about the chocolate. She had sex, so she died of AIDS. The whole thing about it just seemed to me like a Reagan era movie, like. Feel things, don't think things. Go along with tradition. Don't be there for yourself. Sex means death. I just found it to be fucking horrific. I tried to get the entire fucking room to walk out with me. 
when I saw it in the theater. I go, come on, everyone, let's get out of here. And they're all like, we're crying with just love and passion. Yeah, well, you know, he found her. And he didn't get it. This song is as retarded as a country music fucking album. I love it. Forrest Gump. It's like Butler's about to take it out against Bucknell. They're up 12. Woo! 40 seconds ago. Um, Bucknell, biggest mistake. They didn't call themselves Buck Wild. Because believe me, if they would have went with that, it would have been a okay. Back in it. So Bucknell no exclamation points. Did. No exclamation points. I'm just, it's true. I'm just uh, pointing this out. I took Bucknell and I thought oh, some of you guys would be fucking, you know, sad for me. Oh. I didn't expect to win every game. I didn't expect it. I did. And I go backwards in my poll. I start at the top. I start with the final and I work backwards. Same way Da Vinci would with his drawings. Mm. Well, the Butler plus 10 does not really feel that great after the minus 30 from the mighty Valpo. You know, I'm glad that you, you, you have this big win today for your birthday. Um, this is your special day. Pittsburgh's not looking good either. Pittsburgh, I got Pittsburgh too. Pittsburgh's down. It's early. Mm, it's almost three o'clock. It's not as early as you think. <laughs> well, this is how the rest of the month is going to be spent. Just that roller coaster of I won, I lost, I won, I lost, I won, I lost. <laughs> Till finally I lost, I lost, I lost, I lost. Till fucking why did I pick Kansas State? Well, I guess that'll be pretty quickly. You have Kansas yeah. State in the Final Four. I have Kansas State winning the whole fucking <laughs> thing, Barca. Hey, mm. hey. yeah. Well, Bruce Weber has been in the Final Four before with Illinois, with Bill Self's players from Illinois, and now he's at Kansas State with yeah somebody well, else's players. I see what you're doing. It's hey, it, that West bracket. No, but that West bracket is yeah. horrendous. So there is actually, you know, you got a shot there. I mean, I everybody think it likes happened. Ohio State. You know, the Zags people aren't big on necessarily. I got them being Gonzaga. I got them being Ohio State. It's on, baby. I think the editor signed up using only Obama's picks. <laughs> so if you follow along, if the editor wins our tournament, you know that Obama won. I got really depressed. This is a very girl thing to say, but I got very depressed when I picked Kansas for a very long streak, and then the the little uh, mascot only comes up at the end, and Woody Woodpecker showed up, and I completely lost confidence. What is, <laughs> Woody Woodpecker is your mascot? Yeah. yeah. Oh come on. He went there. I can't. I can't. <laughs> I couldn't pick them for the champion with that. I know, it's a girl thing. I don't know basketball. Oh, mama, could this really be the end? Bob? Bob Dylan, everybody. That's my Bob Dylan impression. I just put the magazine up in front of me. You don't understand that. The, the face on the cover completely, perfectly lined up. with. Yeah, I do understand it. All right, here you go. What hotel is that? Uh, New Orleans something. No. Oh, no, Chris, no, I know, you tell, I know what you, it is. You had your back. Damn it. I got it. The Dakota? Nope. nope. Dakota's nope. not a fucking hotel. I know exactly what it is. Do you know what it is? The Peabody. I have no idea. Nope. Oh, Who are you guys? It's uh, 14th Street, uh, Chelsea Hotel. It's not 14th Street, though, is it? 14th Avenue. I'm sorry. No, 14th Street. There is no 14th. I'm drunk on snakes. That's the Chelsea Hotel. Um, no, it's on 23rd. 23rd. It's on, yeah. I knew it was on one of the uh, two ways. Nell's Condos, I think. Really? Well, it's going to be turned into condos, although you won't be able to kick all the old people out, but you have to wait till they die out in New York. 
Uh, look who it is, our buddy Andy in Cleveland. HTG almost missed your birthday. Oh, well, oh, shit. But here's a bit of tune for HTG. Good miss your birthday. Sorry about that. Well, that was very nice. Thank you so much, Andy. I know, the last second is not easy. Not that easy at all. I'm trying to place the song. I know it's Broadway. Mm. No, it's from Annie. What was it? Um, the movie, it's N or NYC. I'm not going to sing it. Mm. I'm pretty sure I it was know. NYC from Annie. <laughs> oh, I'm really showing my great taste in movies today. Hicks just laid down because he's all filled of steak and beard papa. <laughs> beard papa! That's good. Kind of tuckered out, though. Yeah, I know. You want a sugar high? Run down into a fucking metabolism low. Plus, I didn't get much sleep last night. I was doing laundry and I was stuck inside the basement for an hour and a half. Ooh, mama, could this really be the end to be stuck inside my basement? <laughs> Without a single friend. My laundry's spinning in the corner. I wonder how long I can keep <laughs> that fucking going. Uh, make sure I was going to say... <laughs> make sure you get your memes in for the meme contest that's going on on the iBang. A uh, young boy being manhandled by an Olympic athlete. And you can enter, uh, enter the meme contest there. I stepped on a read. My fault. Uh, I forgot where I was going to go with that, but... I thought just moments ago that it was Friday, and I was going to be able to say, have a great weekend, everybody. No, it's a thirsty Thursday in here. Dave, it looks like it's going to be with us every Thursday now, except for next week. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Dave Thursdays, except when it's Fridays. Dave Thursday, so don't fuck with them. <laughs> That's the new ad campaign that we're going to be running. Anyone fucks with Dave Thursdays gets fucked up. Serious. Set your fucking car on fire. And kidnap your wife. So cool. And kidnap their wives. Well, that's the way it rolls. You fuck with us, your whole family dies. You're the white cartel. <laughs> the white cartel doesn't take any fucking shit from anybody except for Spanish guys. Then we will take shit off of them. And a lot of black guys. Oh, the white guys, though. Most white guys we will definitely take on. Not the Westies. We're not going to fuck with Westies or Russians. But other than that, other white guys we will fuck Italians? with. Italians? Are there any Italians left? I don't know. They're Dunzo, huh? I don't know. It seems like it's all Russians to me now. Dunzo? That's his thing. He likes that fucking art of things. Like, that was his he, he, he likes Dunzo. He goes, hey, we got any more food, Zoe? You know, or can I get a water, Zoe? That's his thing. What's that? I'm going to go Jacko off. Are you wiping <laughs> your fucking ass? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'm my I keep my brackets in my back pocket. I thought you were wiping your ass with No, it. no, no. No. I wouldn't w with this gold? Fuck no. <laughs> oh, you're back because the butler... Yeah, I'm, I'm back. I'm back, back in it, baby. Back in a big way. <laughs> it's got to be back, back, back. God, the sadness here in that song, huh? Did you enjoy your steak sandwich? I know you don't eat uh, cream puff, huh? I may have one in a little bit. A little bit. Well, the show's over. Matty Ice, you don't eat a cream puff? I had one. Deb, you don't eat a cream puff? I had one. 
this, do, weren't they great? Yeah. Because all this time you used to say I hate cream puffs, but after you got that today, now you love it. <laughs> I'm not really a biggest. That's a birthday cream, cream, cream puff, fan, but it was very mm. nice, and they, they would seem like Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear HTG. Happy birthday to you. That seriously sounded like it was coming out of an old folk song. That was awesome. <laughs> that was awesome. Get that one Blow mixed. out your cream puff. Hicks, you're the only one who sat around enjoying the cream puffs the way they should have been done. I don't know what you people's problems are. They're delicious. It's full of cream. It's puff fucking pastry. <laughs> That's true. You did paint <laughs> it out in a perfect way. Yeah, that is a good description. You know, Davey Mack's not a dessert guy. He won't eat dessert. No, I'm not big. I'd rather, if I was like, if I wasn't so full from the steak, I would rather eat another steak sandwich than a dessert. He says the same thing. He tried to one time for dessert. We were out, and he goes, "Can I get fish?" <laughs> and we're like, "Fish!" And I'm not making this up. He doesn't like sweets. Will not eat sweets. That's him. <laughs> not even a cookie. Oh yeah, he likes cookies. Right, so there you go. That's weird. <laughs> Another app. Start over. Ooh, mama's is really busy. Even your hair's lining up with it. So. Uh, happy birthday, THTG. Happy birthday to you, too, Irish Jockey. Never forget. Not us. Uh, Chris Stanley, anything we got to plug for tomorrow? Look, it's going to be a fun Friday. <laughs> you got nothing, then. <laughs> Let me go over to the Plug King. Plug away, Plug King. Hey, you didn't fucking sell razors today, huh? Yeah, I sold razors earlier. Oh, I didn't know that. I must have been pissing. <laughs> All right, that's it for us. Thank you so much for everything. The sandwiches, the cream puffs. Well, it would be nice if you would ate the cream puff. Yeah, I was too full. No, I was, I was just too full. Cause you the didn't eat the, the cream was puff. So good. You just let it sit in there, and then you broke up in a the nice cream puff. The was so good. I couldn't eat anymore. This was a disaster. <laughs> All right, go over and play our director's contest. Uh... I'm really, Kevin Smith. Yeah. Oh God, that'd be nice. Ouch. Oh, and one more thing. This is oh, we'll have the meme stuff up probably later. This is really important. And that's the end of my show. Donk. <laughs>